from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? This is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendes. This is Selena Gomez. Jersey Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My, my boys, Roz, Roz and, Mocha. and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can't see it. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Uh, 
the answers that were given by the people who took the survey, mm-hmm. right? They just found commonalities, and then plenty of fish came up with these terms okay. and are trying to get them going. Or if people that took the survey started using these terms, and then plenty of fish was like, these are the terms we're going with. Okay. Okay. So, for example, dial toning. This is when you give someone your number, they reach out, and then you never reply. According to Plenty of Fish, 60% of singles have experienced this, and it's called dial toning. Nobody's ever said that. Because I'm reading these, and I'm Nobody's thinking it's Plenty of Fish that came up Nobody's with all these terms. I'm going to keep reading these terms Thank to you. you. Okay. But I think that they're the ones that came up with these terms and, and like so early in the year trying to get them to catch. Yeah, stop trying to make dial toning happen. Okay. Yellow carding is another term. Yellow carding... If you call out a date for bad behavior, a questionable questionable view, or general rudeness, you're yellow carding them. Just oh like in software. Okay. Sure. Flea bagging is another term. Consistently dating the wrong type of person for you is called flea bagging. There's no way these terms are gonna stick, right? It's that's not a thing. It's not an actual thing. Um, okay. I'm just, uh, but before you go, I'm yes. just doing a quick little search right now on the term dial toning. Yes. The only results that show up are people who have um, published the Plenty of Fish survey. It is, right? Yeah, it shows up nowhere else. Dial toning. Um, glamboozled. First of all, I, do you believe anybody under the age of 40 would ever refer to anything as dial toning? Absolutely not. No! That jerk never called me back. When in life do you hear a dial tone? (sighs) When in life do you hear a dial tone? Anymore? Anymore. When does that ever happen? When do you hear a dial tone? You just hear a click. There's no dial tone anymore. Yeah, no. I guess not, right? No! We have an old-fashioned phone in here that we can get a dial tone. You want to play a dial tone for people so they know what a dial tone sounds like? Because I'm assuming that the the term dial toning is very confusing to people. They don't even know what that means. That's a dial tone. Ooh, Ooh. you just got dial tone, son. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> ready? Okay, let's 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 play this out here. Okay. Okay. So uh, we'll be just we'll be two fellas that met. Okay. Uh-huh. And I will be uh, leaving. I'll just be like leaving you a voicemail message. Okay. This is how it goes. Uh, hey, uh, what's your name? Chip. Okay, you be Chip, I'll be... Uh, what were those two guys that had those jeans? Chip and Pepper. Okay, you be Chip, I'll be Pepper. Okay. Hey, uh, Chip, it's uh, Pepper. I uh, met you at uh, I don't know, the barn last night. Whoa, and, whoa. Uh, <laughs> and uh <laughs> more very excited. And uh, I, really liked, uh, I really liked your hat and, uh, and your jeans were good. And, you know, I just think that we could, you know, make something like this, uh, make something like this happen. Oh. Okay, I just got dial toned. Like, is that what happens? <laughs> right? Is that what happens? Um, hey, uh, Pepper, I saw that you uh, giving Chip your phone number last night. Um, it get, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Harsh. Uh, you just got dial toned. Yeah, hey, yeah. Pepper, you still haven't called me back. <laughs> <laughs> you find this funny, eh, Maury? <laughs> you, you, ever, you, ever, you ever met somebody who gets such a kick out of getting dumped? <laughs> <laughs> Again, these are um, 
allegedly dating trends, uh, some yeah. new terms for for this year. Well, okay. how, hold on, how is dial toning any different than ghosting? Exactly. Oh, Marie, it's very different. If you don't understand, then leave. <laughs> then you should be in the dating world. Yes. <laughs> If you don't understand that difference, we'll never... That, you not knowing the difference is the reason we're not together. <laughs> I want to read two more of these to you. This is from uh, Plenty of Fish did a survey, and yeah. these are the terms that they came up with sure. based on the answers. Glamboozled. Okay. What does that mean? You've got your new nice top and jeans on. Yeah. You curled your hair, even did winged eyeliner, only to get a text from your date asking to cancel or rescheduled. That's getting glamboozled? You've just got glamboozled. Okay. I kind of okay. like that one. It's not a thing, though. It's not a thing. It's now a thing. And Go. this one. Yeah. Okay? This is probably the most ridiculous. Yeah. Being kanye Which is what? When dates spend the entire time talking about themselves. <laughs> oh, I Be more raid. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, it's Ronza Mocha. Hi, I have a glamboozled story for you. All right, you got glamboozled? Yes, now, I have did. Now, have you ever used that term before you heard it on our show this morning? No, but when I okay. heard this term, it made so much sense. Right, we used to just call that being stood up. No, not really, because he, like, tried to reschedule. Yes, yeah, the same thing, still being stood up. So, well, first of all, what's your name? Stephanie. So, glamboozled, here's the description. You got your new nice top, jeans on, curled your hair, even did winged eyeliner, only to get a text from your date asking to cancel or reschedule. Right. All okay, right. so that's glamboozled. So what's your glamboozled story? So this guy has been in my DMs for two years trying to go out with me. Oh. Uh-huh. So I finally agree to go out with him. Wait, is he like just a random follower or like you knew of him through other people? He's a random follower, but we had so many mutual friends via Instagram. Okay, so you have Instagram common friends, not Not in real life common friends. Not in real life. Okay. Okay. But he followed me a while back and um, he like was in and out of my DM trying so hard to like get my number, go out with me and stuff and then finally he like made an impression on me so I'm like, you know what, let me give this guy a chance. So, me and my friends, we have a term saying we get glammed up, and that's when we get, like, fully glammed. We do eyelashes, we do full makeup, we do hair extensions, everything. Like, the best we could possibly look. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, going on a first date with this guy, I get completely glammed up, full glam, and then, like, half an hour before he was supposed to pick me up, he texted me saying that he was just dealing with some family stuff and he wouldn't be able to make it. So I was actually so bamboozled because I'm like, this guy has been trying so hard. And the first date, he's already trying to reschedule with me. And I was just sitting in my room. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? I wasted all my makeup, all that time, perfume, (laughs) everything. (laughs) Two squirts. (laughs) What kind of perfume? Um, It's called Good Girl. And it's not cheap. Oh, okay. It's called Good Girl. What does it smell like? I've never smelled that before. It kind of has like... um, I forgot the designer, but it's in the shape of like a stiletto, and so, it kind of has more of like a masculine scent to it. But do it's they, really, really nice. Do they call it "good girl" knowing that bad girls will wear it? I think so. Yeah, I think that's that. one of those. Is that why? No, no, no. Is that why you bought it? Um, I was attracted to the bottle, and then after that, I just fell in love with it. So yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Because you a bad sure. girl. <laughs> so what did you do? You were there, you were all glammed up. Did it all go to waste or did you wind up doing something with that outfit? No, I just like washed my face and went to bed. I couldn't be bothered. Oh, no. Yeah. Now, did you call this guy back or what? Well, he said it was 
he was dealing with family things and then he was like so adamant to reschedule so then we actually did reschedule and I have been out with him a few times oh okay so and how'd it go yeah it's good he's cool yeah what does that mean what does that mean what does that mean what (laughs) what does that mean you just don't see it going anywhere um I don't know I feel like it's just been us hanging out has been so sporadic just because like I just like, I'm a bartender, so my schedule's all over the place. So I wish I could, like, you know, hang out with him more seriously. But, like, it just hasn't been working out, like, us seeing each other. But we see each other at least once every two weeks. And you, like, make out and stuff? Oh, my God. Booty call, right? Booty call. That's why you guys yeah. see each other yeah. every other week. Yeah, yeah. see? Yeah. I know. Come on, Stephanie. Why don't you, be playing with us. Yeah, why can't you just say that? What, that it's a booty call? Yeah. Um, no, because it's not. We actually, like, do more than I just thought. Like what? Like a friend with benefit, maybe? Maybe we can, like, at least give him some friendship. Not just... (laughs) Wow. Wow. You're so kind. You're just so kind. You're going to throw a little friendship at him, too? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I'll give him some friendship if I'm giving him this ass. Meanwhile, meanwhile, this this guy thinks he's your boyfriend. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, my God, he's planning holidays. He's telling all of his friends. like, oh, I met this girl. Her name's Stephanie. She's gorgeous. We have the best story of how we met, too. Like, I, you know, we were supposed to go out, and she got all ready, and then I had to cancel last minute because of this really family family thing that I had. And, oh, my God, she loves telling this story. (laughs) Like, you guys are living two completely different lives yeah. together maybe yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. well that's what happens when you try to slide into a girl's dms like oh, perspective. <laughs> right. well thank you for sharing your story stephanie no problem also side note thanks for the fake name because we have caller id here <laughs> oh damn it <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's evil <laughs> you guys are evil. Yeah, we know the games. Uh, we know the games. Peace out, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye, love. Later. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. I got a problem with you. Oh, my God. Hi. Hi, what's your name? <laughs> my name is Gail. All right, here's the uh, text that Gail sent to us. Not Roz. a lot of Gails in the world anymore. I know. Usually they're like 60 plus. Yeah. Oh, how old are you? <laughs> 32. Yeah, not a lot of Gail. You don't meet a lot of young Gales. Here's why I'm upset with Gail. Okay. Okay. The text reads, I've stopped listening to you guys for the moment. Oh. Even your podcast. Oh. Because I'm moving abroad at the end of the month, and I want to make sure I have as many podcasts as possible <laughs> of you guys to listen to while I'm away next year. You guys are the best. So, Gail... Where are you moving to? I'm actually moving to China to teach English at the end of the month. Oh, one of those, huh? Oh, wow. Yeah. Next to mm-hmm. Rye, next to Rye uh, ESL teachers are Canada's greatest export. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so how long has this process taken for you to, uh, to apply to be a teacher out there? It's kind of funny. They, they kind of uh, came after me at, in around November time, and yeah. I'm just sort of uh, swearing things away and selling all of my things and, uh, you know, starting over again. Are you single? I am. You are. Okay, cool. Now, are you going there with the hopes of maybe hooking up, or are you going there uh, with the intention to not hook up? I'm going there with the intention not to hook up. Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking to make money this year. Gotcha. Save and can you make a lot? Can goal. you make a lot doing that? Like, is that the, or are you just doing it to sort of like, you know, eat, pray, love, and have an adventure and all this other stuff? Like, is is the financial kickback really that great? It's pretty. It's pretty decent because yeah. the cost of living is pretty low. Okay. Um, but I'm looking to get 
I'm really just hoping to be discovered. Like I've always just wanted to say, like I'm huge in China. So yeah. that's that's honestly what I'm hoping as well. But oh, there's you other want to be like a big time do. actress or something? Yeah, totally. It'd be oh. great. <laughs> but hold on here. You want to go and be discovered in China? Um, but like, do you have any talent? Oh, none. Um, that's oh. just how I look. Oh, oh. How do you how do you look? <laughs> like, do you look super different? Well, I mean, I look super different, but I'm super hot. So like, oh, right? here we go. Okay. okay. Hold on. Yeah. So you want to be the like the hot um, the, like the hot girl from the West in China that just like blows up and then you wind up on your way to teach kids how to speak English, start seeing yourself on billboards, right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah That's the yeah, ultimate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what makes you so hot then, Miss Hot? I don't know. It's just like, I just, I look real good. <laughs> like, I talk, like, come on, Raj. Like, <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. Like, please, look at me. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm the same kind of person. Oh, God. Yeah, I go. get it. I get it. I fully do. You shouldn't have to justify yeah. yourself, but you're on the phone so we don't know so uh, obviously your whole life people have told you that you're very attractive then right well I mean I guess so I just know I get, like oh, in my gut oh, in my core oh, you know okay <laughs> just, come on I like, I like I like that you're very self aware and you're going to I like this Go. so for you teaching is secondary uh, well no it's, it's primary but I'm looking for the side gig as well oh, of course <laughs> the side hustle of course yes. I respect mm-hmm. I respect anyone that looks in the mirror and goes you know what I will be the hottest thing in China. That you, yeah. your, your ambition is to go to a place where there's a billion people and you think that immediately you're going to rise to the top because you're that hot. I love totally. it. I, I love that kind of ambition. I Wait. really do. So why aren't you like big Miss Hot stuff out here in Canada? Because uh, I don't know. I look like everybody else, yeah. I guess. Because um, obviously we don't appreciate it here. No, right? no, yeah. and I'm not really tall. Like my parents, my parents are really tall, and I'm only five five. Like I should be at least five eight for how tall my parents are. So I got mega gypped. Oh man, that sucks. So, so, but you'll probably be taller than most out there, right? Probably, yeah. yeah. Okay, from what I, I hear, you. you're going to be like Amazon. Okay, <laughs> totally. I gotcha. I totally. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Are you sort of leaning towards any sort of particular area of being discovered? Like, do you want to be discovered and kill in the world of fashion? Do you want to like be like a, the spokesperson for? something do you want to just be the modeler do you want people to know your name do you want to do lingerie do you want to like market a, an alcohol company like what's your sort of dream goal of how you would like to be discovered wow you've just opened like a pandora's box of things i didn't think of that's my job right i i feel like i don't want to talk i think i'm just oh. <laughs> 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 i mean i'll be honest with you i've 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 sort of done some um some modeling yeah. but not like real modeling like my friends are photographer so Same. i've had pictures taken a few times yeah and i'm i'm actually really awkward and i like get all t-rex and stuff it takes me a while to loosen up so it's like i feel like i'd be terrible at it Word. so it's like the less i have to do you're going to the land of godzilla wait is that japan or is that china that's japan right that's japan anyway that's you're, go- japan. you're going yeah. to the land that's close to the land of godzilla they they, they love it they love an awkward t-rex out there yeah a little t-rex yeah and maybe it'll help uh well gail we're sad to see you go thank you i'm i'm really sad i'm really sad because i won't be able to get the live show no, okay no. but at least you'll still be able to su- to subscribe to the podcast and, and check us out on a weekly basis totally and will you follow up with us um down the road just to let us know how things are going out there in china absolutely yeah and how long it took for you to become famous absolutely i will <laughs> all right love. all right girl you thanks for your text and thank you for listening <laughs> to the ron's mocha show always always oh, wait, guys, thanks. Wait, oh, wait wait before you head out to china yeah between ron's and mocha who's your favorite uh, I love you guys both, but Roz is my favorite. Oh, yeah. It's because we're both so good looking, huh? Totally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye, Felicia. Uh, okay. <laughs>
Bye, guys. Love you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Paris Hilton now has a cooking show, Roz. Oh, yeah? Why don't I have a why don't I have a cooking show? Everybody's getting a cooking show. Um, after watching episode one, it's available on YouTube, by the way, and it's called Cooking with Paris. Yeah, is she talented? Oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> is she talented? Is, is she the question? Just listen to how inviting she is during the intro, okay. and how into it she is. Okay. With this new cooking show that she's got. Why would you not want to spend All right. 20 minutes, 25 minutes watching Paris Hilton teach you how to cook lasagna? Hey guys, welcome to Cooking with Paris. As you all know, well, maybe not all of you know, the people who do know know that I'm an amazing cook. Ever since I was a little girl, I would always go with my mom in the kitchen and she would cook these amazing pastas and lasagnas and... Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners my entire life I just remember sitting on the counter and watching my mom cook and also baking and cooking with her yo what are you lying <laughs> none of that ever happened Paris Hilton no did you please did you live in hotels your entire life <laughs> yeah they had help they had because help. your families owned hotels yeah. your entire life they, they had help but that's fine though but did you watch it can she cook um do you want to hear some of the instructions? <laughs> yes, please. And again, she's trying to make lasagna. Okay. All right? Yeah. Okay, I was supposed to chop these onions and garlic, but I feel my lasagna should not have onion or garlic in it. Oh. So now we have all the ingredients ready. We have the cheese, we have the sauce, and the noodles are just finishing up. So cheese, sauce, and noodles. Okay, hold on here. But did she make the sauce? Or did she, what did she do? she crack a can? A jar? A jar of sauce. So she didn't make her own sauce. Okay. Listen, Dingbat. You can't do a cooking show making lasagna where you open a jar of sauce and don't put garlic or onion in it. Thank you. Because that's not a lasagna. It's not a lasagna. Also, she is so crafty, so handy in the kitchen. Oh, because that's whole milk and this. Different brands. Okay, that's all like supposed to be like that. So the next step is the ricotta cheese, which you just mix around. And you don't need to use Ew. cheese with milk. You can use organic cheese. There's almond cheese. Uh-huh. There's soy. Uh-huh. There's like so many different types of cheeses now that Thanks. it's not normal, but it's cool. <laughs> um, all these spoons are brutal. I'm doing a cooking tutorial and I have like no, like none of the correct things. I don't know what this is, but it looks like it will work. Wow, she's the best. I was wrong. I was wrong. This is actually brilliant because this is exactly what it should be, right? Would you expect my, anything less? No, in my opinion, completely changed. Now I'm so delighted that Paris Hilton is doing a cooking show where she doesn't know what the things in her kitchen are actually called. I'm doing a cooking tutorial and I have like no, like none of the correct things. I don't know what this is, but it looks like it will work. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Air Transat has direct daily flights to London, England. 
You could actually now walk up to Buckingham Palace, knock on the door, ask for the queen. When she answers, you can say, hey, can I stay in Harry and Meghan's room since they won't be needing it anymore? <laughs> is that the deal? That is the deal yeah. now. Yeah, I just read the uh, the the headline. <laughs> it came through on Twitter. So all we know this, okay, is that all the direct flights to London, England for Air Transat. England, very easy to navigate, especially now that all the crowds have cleared out that Harry and Meghan don't live there anymore. Right, yeah. Right? Uh, you can do it by foot, by, uh, by uh, bus, one of those cool double-decker buses. You can take the metro. You can do a boat. You can do it all. There are so many different ways uh, to see London. Yeah, you got all the prehistoric sites. You got the castles. You got the museums. You got the legendary musical venues. So much to discover in London, England. Plus, Transit offers uh, multi-city packages so you can enjoy cities in and around England at the same time. Visit airtransat.com for all the details. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So you saw a UFO the other day. I didn't see a UFO. That's what you said. You said you came in here so you saw a UFO the other day. No, I said I saw a flash in the sky early morning. I remember specifically it was 3.38 a.m. Yeah. Driving into work. Right. And then somebody we talked to saw the same flash of light. Mm-hmm. And we all came to the conclusion it was a meteor shower. Right. And then people started DMing me saying, hey. <laughs> that is not the way the conversation went at all. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, I it's remember not. Specifically. No, that's not the way. So let me read you two things here. Okay. So one in five people, one in five people. Yeah believe that aliens are currently living on Earth, mm. according to a new survey. I'm not one of those in five. You're not? No. no. 15% say it's somewhat likely. 4% say that it's very likely, which adds up to 19%. Just about one in five people. Wait, what was the second number you gave? Okay, so according to a new study, 4% of people say that it is very likely that aliens are currently living on Earth. Okay, that's not me. 15% say it's somewhat likely. So both those groups believe that there could be aliens living on Earth. But we'll never know because don't they change themselves to look like humans? Like um, like the reptilian shapeshifters? Yeah. Yeah, and you can always tell with their, eyes, with their ears and with their eyes. There's a lot of videos on YouTube if you look up reptilian shapeshifters. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people where you see like Secret Service agents where they blink real quick and then they blink again. And in between one of those blinks, you can see the reptilian eyes. No joke. Come on. No joke. You're trolling now. Uh, you think I'm trolling? Google right now. Go to YouTube. Wasn't yeah. Shia LaBeouf uh, accused of being a shapeshifter? Uh, that I don't know. What um, am I looking up? Reptilian shapeshifter. And while you're doing that, let me read you this. There was a jump, a 76% jump in UFO sightings last year, Mocha. 76% jump. According to the National UFO Reporting Center, there was a huge spike in UFO sightings last year. There were 3,395 sightings in 2018. Last year, 5,971 sightings. Yo, That's a 76% jump. This one website? Yeah. They have photos and stuff? Of what, reptilian shapeshifters? Yeah, you know who one of them is? Who? Barack Obama. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know he is. Fully. Alien. Yeah, shapeshifter. Yeah. Wow. Oh, damn. And his buddy Joe Biden. Listen, don't go on there if you're not going to take it seriously, man, okay? <laughs> I'm not the one that came in here yesterday saying I saw an alien on my way to work. I never said I saw an alien. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> 
This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, if you're going to be using the subway this weekend, keep in mind that there are some closures. Surprise, surprise! No subway service on line one between Shepherd Young and uh, St. Clair. Oh. But of course, they got the shuttle buses, so <sighs> those will be packed. I wonder how that'll affect the no pants subway ride. Oh, God. When's that happening? It's Sunday. Sunday. Now, is, why do they call it no pants instead of just calling it undies? Because it's not like people are nude, right? No. It's just. Because I think oh, some, be, people just wear, some people wear just shorts. Just wear shorts. Yeah. No, I, you know what? I've gone, I've gone oh, on this ride a few times, and I've never seen anyone uh, in shorts. Stop lying. You've only gone to do, like, to talk to people that for the show. you know of. Maury has never gone the with no pants. The last time I did it, I went with no pants. Only because yeah. Ross's girlfriend was there shorts? and she took pictures. Boxers. boxers. But they look like board shorts. No, no, boxers no. They're, they're like flannel like boxers. They were maybe even this pair. Because <laughs> you just never changed them. Right? No, Maury's boxers. Yeah. Your, boxers like- your boxers look like gym shorts from the 50s. Mm-hmm. Like if you put a pair of old school Converse on you and a basketball in your hand. Yeah, And you're totally. throwing it into a... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but gym shorts don't have the button. Hey, you know what I realize I do? You Fine. ever realize that there's still kid things that you do? When Maury like- was just getting dressed right now, uh-huh. which is weird to say because we're at work. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Maury was just putting his pants on right now, I realized the other day that I still do something that I did when I was a kid that I never grew out of. Which is And what? it's a total kid thing to do. What? If, I'm, if I go to the bathroom uh-huh. or if I'm getting dressed, right? Before I do up my pants, I tuck my t-shirt under my chin. You tuck? Well, that's so that you can see yeah. what's going on. I do that too to I tie my, my shoes. I, I tuck my t-shirt under my chin. I do that to tie my shoes. Because I always did that when I was a kid because I needed to see what I was doing down there. (laughs) Right? Hold on. So imagine you're, okay, you have a t-shirt on, right? Yeah. Okay, and then sit down like you're on the toilet. Okay? Yeah. Pretend your pants are down. Yeah. Right? And then stand up and pretend Uh to do up your pants. I, no, I don't. I don't do know, that move. No. I, I always, and I did it when I was a kid. It's one of like the last sort of like kid things habits that I did. I'm trying to think, do I? I tuck my, I grab my t-shirt and I lift my t-shirt up and I tuck it under my chin That's so I can weird. look down. I've, it's, I've seen people do and, this and do my pants up. That's I don't a, think I do that. No, I don't do that. You don't do that. Do you, when you go pee, do you pull your pants all the way no, down? No, no, I don't do that. No, I still tuck my like I a still, toddler. Yeah, <laughs> I do that with my pajamas. <laughs> what? Yeah, like, you don't do that. Like you don't. No. I All do the way down to your that. ankles? Yes. Well, that way your knees can bend. No. Why would yeah, you? Don't, need- don't even. Don't even. Don't listen. The man's nude at work. Okay? <laughs> That's so true. Right? <laughs> Just don't. Be professional for once. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Jess, how you doing? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, guys. I'm good. How are you? Good. All right, so Jess, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Uh, I got engaged last December. Congratulations. Hey, nice. Uh, And asked one of my (laughs) best friends to be my maid of honor. At the time, she had said, yes, you were her maid of honor in the summer of 2018. 
Uh, so recently we had all planned to get together to look at dresses and she sends me a big message saying she does not want to be in my wedding because she's too committed to her recreational sports teams. Damn. Uh, she said she just wants to be a guest and nothing else. Even after I was so committed to her wedding, uh, not even six months earlier, it really hurt. And now I don't know if I should invite her to my wedding at all. Damn. I care about her a lot, but I'm really hurt that she doesn't want to be a part of any of my day, even if she doesn't have to spend any money. Jess, what if this is a money thing and she's just using her recreational sports as uh, as the cover-up? Well, that's definitely what I thought. Um, and that's why I, I kind of figured, well, hey, like you can come and, you know, see me try on a dress that's not going to cost you anything. Um, and I can understand that. And I think, you know, we have the kind of relationship where she should know that I would have no problem with if that's what it is. Um, but I mean, the thing is, is that we've been friends for so long that I, I just can't understand why, why she wouldn't even want to, you know, just attend those things just to be there to support me. Um, and that's why I kind of was really thrown off and I'm about to do my invitations the next week. And I'm, I've talked to my girls and they were all kind of split down the middle as to whether or not to invite her. Okay, so to even invite her at all to the wedding? How long have you been friends with her? Um, Probably like seven years. Okay. I became friends with her when we were in college. Well, what's wrong with inviting her to the wedding and just have her be there to be a part of the day as just a guest? Yeah, I mean, I definitely. Like, I, that's kind of where my head's at. I just I was really hurt. And it kind of came out of nowhere because we had been talking about it for months. Like, she had said yes, and then she was still planning to be my maid of honor for a good like eight nine months before she told me like we had been talking about it like three weeks earlier um and then when she messaged me i didn't know what to say like i was really hurt so, and i didn't answer for like a couple days and she didn't say a word to me like and she didn't call me she just sent me a big text and said nothing else there is no obligation to be in somebody's wedding party mm-hmm. okay sure. and even if you were in their wedding party the only one that i can think of where there would be an obligation would be, let's just say, if a sibling is involved, like if your partner's sibling is involved, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, When it comes to stuff like this, there are no sort of, there's no guarantees and there's no definitive obligation. And if she, let's say it is legitimately sports teams, right? Where she is too committed to all of her sporting to be able to do all the wedding stuff, then she's made that decision where that is now her priority because in order to do everything she needs to do for you for that one day means that all her commitments throughout the year leading up to this, let's just say in her mind, okay, with all Mm -hmm. the obligations of the things and the weekends that you're going to ask of her, she will miss out on a year of doing the thing that she loves and is already committed to to get you ready for that one day. Right. And Mm -hmm. so it sounds like she made a tough choice. Now, um, kicking her out of the wedding entirely is it's a difficult thing when you cut ties with somebody based on a wedding that you've been friends Mm -hmm. with forever. I don't think that that should your friendship should be able to last that. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I will say you didn't have the friendship you thought you had. Apparently, okay. I don't want to be vindictive, right? Like I, I don't, and because I still love her, and I think that's half the problem. Is you know, like I, I really love her, and and even though this really hurts, and I don't necessarily understand. I guess I'm not, I'm not a sports person, so I, I don't get that. But I do still love her, and I don't want to be that that person who's like, well, I'm going to cut you out and do something so harsh. But it's not, it's not sports. It's about commitments. 
Yeah. Have you had a uh, face-to-face conversation with her? So actually, I, the only time I've actually got to see her is when we were in like a subway and it was on a lunch period and she came up behind me and hugged me while I was in line, but she was leaving and I was there and I was just shocked to see her and she just said, I'm really sorry, can I see your dress that you got? Because this was right before we were going to get mm-hmm. the dress, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I love her, so I saw her and gave her a hug and said, well, I'm mad at you, but here's a picture. And then she said, you know, like, I'll message you, I have to go. And she never messaged me after that. So. Right. Maybe maybe this stuff means more to you than it does to her. I guess so. You know, like there's there's yeah. a, there's there's always that. But, you know, this your your friendship is either going to survive this, okay? But mm-hmm. if it does not survive this, then maybe it wasn't the friendship you thought you had. No. Um, but the idea that you will take somebody who's close and who doesn't want to be your maid of honor um, for whatever reasons, and maybe she's not telling you the truth. Maybe it is money. Maybe, yeah. maybe, who knows? Maybe her marriage that she has yeah. isn't going well right now. And she just doesn't want to be a part of some big giant celebration of somebody else's marriage right now. You know, you haven't had, like Mocha said, you haven't had a face to face with her yet. So you don't really know what's going on. Okay. Yeah. And I think the first step would be for you to sit down and have a conversation with her with no pressure. Okay. But just Mm -hmm. try and get to the bottom of it. If it's about money, then alleviate her sort of financial responsibilities. If it is just about you wanting her there standing with you. And if it's Mm -hmm. not, if it's not, then that you have to, you have to then work on that. Yeah, absolutely. Does that help at all? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I really appreciate it. You guys always give the best advice. Step one, have a conversation with her. Mm -hmm. Okay. And face to face, not over text. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And don't, and don't do anything out of spite for your wedding. It's not cool. You, you will regret that. Okay. Okay. Thank you guys so much. All right, girl. You take care. All right. Thanks guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. The one million moms are back. One million moms. So the one million moms are a group and they go after things that they don't like. The one million moms were the ones that lobbied and complained to get that commercial pulled off the Hallmark Channel because the two women were kissing. Oh, that was them? Right, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The one million moms. Okay. There's not one million of them, I can guarantee you that. But they call themselves one million moms to uh-huh. make the group sound large. So they do this, right? They go around, they look for things that are petty and offensive, and then they cause a stink, and then they come at you as one million moms and force you to change oh the way God. you do things. They're not coming after us. They? No, they're coming uh-huh. after Burger King. Burger King? Yeah, so let me what read a- Okay. The home of the Whopper? Yeah. Because Burger King, and this is where it gets even more puzzling. Burger King, in a commercial, used the D word. D? Burger King, in a commercial, used the D word. the king. The king. Come on. The D word. Well, okay. So I can see why. What do you think the D word is? Well, the D is the D. No. No, because Burger King has an ad for the Whopper that reads, damn, that's good. Oh, they're mad at damn? They're mad at damn. Okay? Come on, it's, moms. I'm telling you right now, it's offensive to them. The word damn? The word damn. The ad was, yeah, I'm telling you, damn, that's good is what has one million moms aiming their sights at Burger King in one of their commercials. One million moms finds this quote, One million moms finds this highly inappropriate. When responding to a taste test, he didn't have to curse 
Or oh, if in fact it was a real unscripted interview in which a man was not an actor, then Burger King could have simply chosen to edit the profanity out of the commercial. Come on. So congratulations, you're offended, which means absolutely nothing. And again, and I know we've said this so many times on this show, just because you're offended, okay, does not mean that you're right about anything. It doesn't mean that you're, it doesn't mean that somebody has to change the way they talk. doesn't mean that somebody has to change the way they act, how they spend their money, what they do with their body, what jokes they laugh at. You're offended. Congratulations. It means absolutely nothing to anybody. And nothing's going to happen, damn it. Thank you. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I totally forgot that I said that I left my phone in the car because I was like frantically looking at my jacket. Oh, yeah. No, it's in the car. It's the worst. It is the worst. Why can't I go get it for you? Huh? Why can I not go and get it for you? Um, I don't need it right now. Yeah. No, like, okay. I'm not a criminal. I've looked at my phone exactly twice Yeah. since we started. One was to check the weather. I'm okay to not have it right now. Yeah. Oh, I, I would just go insane not having my phone. It would drive me mental. Why, though? Why? Why do you need it, like... So Complete FOMO. But you sit in a computer. You sit in front of a computer. What is on your phone that you don't have on the computer in front of you? Instagram. What do you mean? You can what? check Instagram. No, I check my. I'm not logged in on my laptop. I'm logged in on my phone to but, the Instagram. But why not log in? I know you can't check Instagram DMs on the desktop. Is that what you're oh, missing? Is no. your Instagram DMs? No, it's too. Wait, early why are you checking Instagram when you're supposed to be working? Yeah, why are you checking Instagram when we're supposed to be working? Well, it's which all. What am I getting out of it? No, but I always scroll constantly. What if something happens? You've never once sent me anything Hold on, from Instagram. What? You're constantly scrolling Instagram when we're doing the show? Yeah. No, you've never it's... you've never once sent me anything. We've never done anything on the show that has originated from your Instagram unless it's what from else are you, hold your on. DMs. Hold on. What else are you doing in that room other than exactly. not working? Eating. Yeah. Are you on Facebook? I'm always on Facebook. Everything's open. Yeah. You're just the giving up the goods on everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the, he doesn't yeah. even try to cover it up. Yeah. You're the worst no, snitch no. on yourself. Yeah. In the entertainment business, I have yeah. to have an ear on but everything. What I'm saying is that maybe you need to find new ways to research because we've done, we've never once done anything on this show that has originated from your scrolling of Instagram. Well, that's not true. I mean, we've done videos based on things from Instagram, but we've never no. talked. Well, I know that's no. not true. We've no. talked no. about things that no, are we have had. Give like, us an what, example. Twice? Like what? No, I mean, like, uh, you know, I've sometimes seen a news story on Instagram and then went to Google to find out more about it. Like what? Like if, for example, like if... No, give me, not for example, <laughs> give me like a specific. Yeah. Because I'm trying if, to figure out why... If Instagram is such a fantastic resource for you, mm -hmm. you I'm just trying have. to figure out why in the four hours that we're doing a live radio show... Yeah. ...that you're in the other room on Facebook and Instagram. I, I see no reason why I need to explain myself. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that just came out of my mouth problem. so organically? This, this is the problem right here. This is the problem with everything. Oh and it's not just the problem God. with this show. It's the problem with the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's when somebody when somebody's in a position of where they're clearly wrong. You, there's a couple of things that you can now throw out as a millennial or even older than that, which is either I'm living my truth. <laughs> right? Your truth is so okay. lazy, though. Yeah, but your truth is lazy. <laughs> or I don't need to explain yeah. myself to you. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Yo, Prit Paul. Hey. What's up? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. First of all, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. The reason why I say Thank that, you. Roz, mm -hmm. is because Prit Paul just switched over and started listening to the Roz and Mocha show. Really? From where? Z103. Never heard of him. Really? Prit Paul 
So you've never listened to the Ronza Mocha Show before? Never. Okay. So FYI, we've been on the radio together for over 10 years now. Yeah. Uh, our show not only is in Toronto, but we broadcast in Edmonton, Ottawa, Kingston, and Vancouver. Awesome. We have a podcast available mm -hmm. on uh, Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, Frequency Podcast Network. So if there's anything over the past you know, few years that you've missed out on, you can get caught mm -hmm. up by subscribing to our podcast. Awesome. I'll do that. Um, so what made you make the switch to Razamoka from wherever mm -hmm. it was you used to listen to? The morning show people that were doing it mm -hmm. recently are very dull people. They don't have the vibe that it used to have. Uh, it's just boring. And it needs some excitement, you know, like how you guys are. You give positive, you know, reinforcement, like advice to other people that uh, that have like that FML pod, uh, segment that you guys have. Mm -hmm. You know, to other people, that makes me feel like, hey, I'm not alone in this world. There are other people that are miserable, like me, that need <laughs> oh. a kid too. And, and you guys give it to them. Ah, uh, oh, Prit Paul, come on now. Uh, no, you're great. I'm happy you found us. I'm happy we found each other Thank because you. you sound Thank like you. you sound like you're going to be a really fantastic addition to. Uh, to this show and this sort of Thank world, you. this sort of world that we have, and we're delighted to have you. And as yeah. we say, it is always just—it's always a little bit mind blowing, and we're always, you know, just sort of humbled when anybody chooses to spend any amount of their time with mm -hmm. us and mm -hmm. this show. So, thank you for hanging out. You're thank, welcome. thank you for allowing us to entertain you, and uh, we'll uh, do right by you. Thank you, thank you, and keep keep doing what you do. Hey, Prit Paul. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just out of curiosity, like how long? exactly has it been that you've been listening to the Raz and Mocha show? Uh, well, it just started over the holidays, let's say two weeks before the holidays. Wow. Damn. And then I, yeah, I just started uh, listening uh, pretty much every day. Even okay. like the reloads that you guys have uh, on the weekends as well are yeah. absolutely hilarious because we just do like an hour of each segment of uh, your five-day work week or yeah, the five-day Well, that's why I think the, uh, the podcast is going to be perfect for you. You're going to get a full week's worth of, uh, of content on each of our podcasts. So in the less than one month that you've been listening to the Roz and Mocha show, between <laughs> oh, no. Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? <laughs> that's a very... Uh, Roz, you're a very good-looking guy, but since I'm a brown person. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sorry, what's your answer? It's mocha. Oh, okay. There is you it, go. Is it I'm a brown person, so oh, I got to go. stick with the brown people. Yeah. See, let me tell you. I'm this, sorry. I, that's a game I don't get to play. No, you, you know? can't. No, I don't no. get to take part in that in that uh, in that part of life. No, you just get to witness no. the 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 rise of the brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you're the best. Thank you so much. Love you Thank lots, Prit Paul. Take care. Love you. Love you. Thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You have three cats at home, Roz. I do. I have one dog. When you or your family are not at home and the cats are alone, mm -hmm. do you leave the radio on? Do you leave the television on? Do you leave anything on for them so that there's noise in the house? Jeez. Uh, uh, every now and then, Catherine will go to YouTube and there's videos specifically for cats, which is like I walked in the other day and there was a full HD 4K quality shot on my television of a tree stump with birds 
just, oh, yeah? just eating on it. So the cats just sit there and stare at the TV. Really? And they don't they, try to jump up and oh, like. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's pause on the pause on the screen. Pause on the screen. But um, but I read somewhere that it's actually that cats don't like it when you leave things on like the TV and stuff like oh, that. Because really? I always used to do it all the time. I'm like ah, yeah. keep you company. And apparently it's they don't like it because for our dog Tig, we always leave the television on. We used to yeah. leave the radio on as well. Uh, Spotify now has a feature where they will generate a playlist for your pet when you're not at home. And what you do is you pick the, quote, pet playlist, and you have to answer a few questions about the pet that you have, along with personality traits. Oh, for God's sake. Okay. And right now they have options for only four pets. What kind of personality traits do they want from your pet? Whether they're happy, whether they're sluggish, lazy, energetic. And right now they have it for dogs, mm-hmm. for cats, iguanas. For God's sake. And hamsters. Jeez. Some poor guy in an office a couple of weeks ago at Spotify who hasn't really been contributing to the team had his boss look at him and go, you better come up with something or you're out of here. <laughs> He's and, like, I got it. I got it. Pet playlists. <laughs> so what we did was go through each of these uh, animals yeah. and filled out the personality traits. Okay. And because we wanted to see what kind of playlist, What's on right? It? Sure. What's on it. Yeah. So the iguana, the personality traits that we gave to our iguana yeah. is energetic, friendly, somewhat curious. Okay. Uh, and that playlist generated... A song that we all know and love from Zed and Alessia Cara. Is this a song for iguanas? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> so this is one of the songs on the uh, playlist for your iguana. Oh, here. Your iguana going to totally turn up, get lit right here. Uh. Like, do they superimpose the sound of, like, flies over this? No. Like the fluttering of wings to, to entice not. your iguana at all? No, huh? Uh, if you have a dog and you want a playlist for your dog that is very energetic, super friendly, very curious, and inquisitive, yeah. uh, that playlist will include Can't Stop the Feeling from Justin Timberlake, <laughs> Shut Up and Dance from Walk Off the Moon, <laughs> right. and One Dance from Drake. That's why I need a one dance. Is this a dog song? That's a dog song. Okay. One more time I go. Uh, if you have a cat yes. and your personality traits that you picked for your cat Hit me. include uh, relaxed, super chill, yes. Um, your cat's playlist will have tracks by Sam Smith, by Hosier, and I'm- I just can't wait to be king from The Lion King. I'm gonna be the main event like no king was this is what we'd be playing on your Spotify playlist when you're out of the house and you need something to play for your cat. My cat wants to listen to The Lion King? Yeah. And for Hamster... Hold on here. What? Stop. <laughs> There's, There's a, a ham- playlist uh, <laughs> yeah, specifically for Hamster. Stop. If you have a hamster that's Stop. lazy, chill, very curious, and or nosy, Stop. you'll get... Uh, like Friend Like Me from the Aladdin soundtrack, <laughs> Pretty Girls it. from Britney Spears, yeah. or a song by Dusty Springfield, Preacher Man. This is for Hamster's a hamster song? Yeah. Hamster's got a cool playlist, I'll say that much. Would it also surprise you that part of this pet playlist that Spotify is now offering yeah. also includes five-hour podcasts? 
For your pet. For your pet. Shut up. For example, the guy that plays Dagmar Clefjaw on Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, he's on an episode of a podcast that you could leave on for your pet. Hello, you. I've got good news. Today is another lovely day. It makes me so happy to start the day off seeing your happy face. How lucky am I that I've been able to hang out with you before I have to head off? I'd stay here and stroke you all day long if I could. <laughs> I know you understand that I have to head out and get some chores done. Excuse but you know I'd much rather be here with you. All warm and calm and cosy. But I know I can trust you to keep an eye on things here just until I get back. Weird. <laughs> you stay and be good because you're such a good dog. That's why everyone loves you. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Your Spotify playlist for your pets. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, is Jeopardy back on tonight? Yeah. So oh, it was weird Jenny, what they did. Jennings didn't win last week? No, because it was weird what they did. They said that they were going to, because it started last week. Yeah. And they said that they were going to run it. And if they needed extra days, they were going to run it right through the weekend. And oh, but they didn't. Because no, I, they didn't even run it Friday. Oh, they didn't? No, they didn't run it Friday because I don't think they were anticipating how big the ratings were going to be for it. Yeah, I watched, I didn't watch Wednesday's game because I think the Raptors were playing, so I was watching that. Yeah. And then I watched Thursday's game. Yeah. God, I, like, Jeopardy's one of those games, it's entertaining to watch. Yeah. But man, I feel like an idiot. Yeah, but that's the point of Jeopardy, though, is I think that we all collectively feel like idiots. Like, I think the goal with Jeopardy as a viewer, especially for a tournament like this, if you can get, like, three right, you feel like you're taking part, right? Like, you feel like you're participating. And that's sort of the great thing about Jeopardy. But when they realized that they had 15-plus million people watching every episode... I don't know what happened, but they decided to abandon their plan of going through the weekend. And so it didn't air Friday. It didn't air Saturday. It didn't air Sunday and it didn't air Monday. So it's coming back tonight. So they took four full days off. I wonder if it's because traditionally ratings for a TV show like on a Friday night isn't as high as right during the week. Same with the weekend, but it was a special thing that should have just kept. I know, but still, but but they said I wouldn't care had they not said that they were going to do it every day. They were going to do it every night, and if they needed to go to the weekend, said it's going. Why didn't they do it last night? They didn't want to compete with like the Bachelor or something. No, because well, yeah, because it's ABC that's running it, right? So they can't. So so they can't. So really, realistically, they should have ran this right at the beginning of the new year before all the new shows came back. Yeah, that would have been the the sort of better way to go. Last Monday. Really? Yeah, right. yeah. So, uh, but the numbers for this are incredible. Like it, it, like this, this tournament on Jeopardy is crushing everything else on television. Like it's, it's amazing. Hey, it's when you play, crushing it, everything on television. When you play at home, do you answer the questions properly out loud? Um, no, I just shout out the answer because I never have time. I try and do it properly because what if you are ever called to do it? You have to be able to do it right. Like you can't screw yourself well, they over don't, now. They don't just call you like it's no, not like, you, a, you you know, like, jury like, like there's some like call center in India that calls you and like recruits you for <laughs> <Yeah>. Jeopardy. <laughs> I, I have to go oh, We're not calling man. about the duck cleaning, but we're yeah. calling to invite you to like, Jeopardy. You've been through this process more. You were on, you went down to the Price is Right. Yeah. You know what it's like. You have to audition for these things. But with Jeopardy, it's not like lining up for hours and hours like The Price is Right. This oh, is something no, they, they go, they tour. Wheel of Fortune does the same thing. They yeah. tour around and you go line up and you audition in front of, it's like American Idol. Yeah. And if you're good enough, they'll put you in front of other yeah. judges and stuff. But I know somebody who won Wheel of Fortune. 
Really? Seriously? Yeah. yeah. What'd they win? Yeah. Money like, in what, a car? Yeah, money in a car. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. The only thing and? I've ever yeah. wanted to know about Wheel of Fortune is, is the wheel heavy or light? It's heavy. It's really? Heavy. Yeah. 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 No, she won years ago. Yeah. Years ago, she what, won. She won Wheel of Fortune. What did she do with the car? She kept it? Or? No, because most people don't. Because you have to pay. You have to pay the taxes on it. Yeah, but not uh, if you're in, if you're right? in Canada. See, what I asked at, we, at uh, the Price is Right is if you win a car mm-hmm. and you are from Canada and you win a Toyota, they'll find a dealership here and give you the car when you get back. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. That so it's not sense. that car that you see. It. No, it's never that car. So well, when what do you're you think? like you drive it off the lot. No, yeah. so here's the other thing. <laughs> so like here, it's your car. You're probably like figure it out. Yeah, so no, the price true. is right. They shoot a morning one and an afternoon one. And I was lining up for the afternoon show. And as you're lining up, you're seeing the morning um, show finishing, and they're wheeling all of the prizes back into storage containers in the right. back lot. And when Maury went down to the Price is Right, because he didn't get picked. Like he he wasn't like he didn't play the Price is Right. He was just in the audience. And when they came to the showcase showdown, the, the best part of that is Maury flew all the way to Los Angeles and the big prize in the showcase showdown was a paid trip to Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> I could have went home. <laughs> no, you did come exactly. home. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Jackie, how you doing? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. How are you? I'm okay. <laughs> Hoping so- you can help me out. Jackie, you wrote us this. Hey, Razamoka Fix My Life. My boyfriend and I have been together for going on five years, and the sex has disappeared. God, we get a lot of these, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, the thing is... Do you that, really? Yeah, we I've do. only heard you talk about somebody who called in saying they had too much sex, and what? I was like, uh... Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'll take some of that. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you said the thing is, though, we're both still really into each other. Love to spend Aww. time together, kiss every day before leaving the house, cuddle, etc. And we talk all the time about future our future together it seems like it doesn't bother him that much at all but i really miss the intimacy from sex and worry that it's gone forever i've tried to instigate on multiple occasions but he has a really physical job and is always quote tired i need to know if this sounds uh terminal or if there's something that happens to guys after a while of living together i've never lived with a guy before so i'm hoping this is more normal than i think fml um is it normal yeah, I would say it's pretty normal. Absolutely normal, Jackie. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think, like, is he still attracted to you? He says that he is, and he'll do cute little things like smack my butt or, okay. you know, wants to, it's like he wants to, he says he wants to hold me. Right. And it's, so, it's still really, um, you know, at times still is really romantic. It's just any time that it tries to, that, you know, I try to progress it a little further, mm-hmm. it's he's tired or, oh, not right now, not right now. Okay, but why not right now? I, I don't know. I think that when... Is it when, just that he's tired? Like, is that the only answer that he ever gives? A lot of the time it's that he's also, like, um, well, we, we both have put on, like, a little bit of weight since dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that he's more bothered by, like, it's not a lot. He's more bothered by it um, than I am. And I've told him, I'm like, I find you really hot. Like, I try to make that really obvious. Hold on. He's more bothered by the weight that he has put on or he's more bothered by the weight that you've put on? No, that he's put on. That he's put on. So he doesn't feel sexy. Yeah. Yeah. So how do I make a guy who I'm super attracted to feel sexy when he doesn't feel sexy? Well, I mean, there's a a lot we can't say. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? 
Like, it's a a difficult thing because rarely does somebody just lose interest in in sex. Oftentimes that what we found through talking to so many people is that there's other things at play. And it's just to to figure out the problem is Mm -hmm. way deeper than just figuring out a time that you guys can be in the bedroom together where one of you isn't tired. That's not Mm -hmm. the problem. And it's never the problem. So the conversations that you guys have to have are not really about sex. The conversations that you guys have to have are about everything else. And are you the one that's always bringing it up, Jackie, or does he ever bring it up? I bring it up. I'm the only one that brings it up. Now, I will say this, okay, that Mm -hmm. your role, and I'm saying you because you're on the phone with us. I'm not saying you as your role as a wife or as as a woman. Your mm-hmm. role your role in all of this, because you're on the side of where you're not bothered by it, you want to get this back on track. Your mm-hmm. role of all of this, whether you are a man or a woman, is one of you has to be the cheerleader, okay? One of you has to be the one that says, listen, we're going to fix this, okay? Might not okay. happen today, but I'm with you on this, and I don't know what the problem is. We're going to figure it out together. Me and you, we're going to okay. do this together, and we're going to get out of this, and we're going to get back to having great sex. One of you, mm-hmm. you, you can't do the, but we're not like it used to be, and what happened? Oh, you have to give incredible encouragement that you guys okay. are going to get through this together. I can do that. Have you had that conversation? Like, Have you said that to him yet? I have tried to bring it up in... Um, a couple different ways. I've tried, yeah. you know, I did try, I first got upset about it and thought maybe that that would push him out of it. And then I've tried um, asking why. And he's just, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then I've tried trying to make him feel like I'm really attracted to him. Yeah. Um, I haven't tried. That's really good advice, actually, Roz. I will just be like, listen, we're going to fix this. We're yeah. going to figure it out. And I'm not going to stop. When it comes to people and men, uh, it's a, Jeez, man, you get to a point where you would almost rather live a life with no sex than confess to the woman you love that you don't find yourself attractive. You know, it's, it's almost, that is almost a more difficult thing to do. You know, it's oh, almost, it's, my heart it's, a little it's, bit. It's almost more difficult to admit to you that they've lost confidence in themselves than it is to deal with a sexless marriage. And that's the reality, yeah. right? And and you have to get to the to the actual problem because the problem is that he's not too tired. Okay, that's not the problem. The problem is that you guys are on opposite schedules. That's not the problem. There's he's something. Very there's something insecure else going about on. his body. There's right now. something else going on, and that's the problem that you guys need to fix. It's about identifying the problem and fixing the problem. And if you go at him and say it that way, okay, there is a problem. The problem is not sex because it's always going to feel good, and you guys are always going to be good at it. So what is the problem? And the two of you together with encouragement, you're going to identify the problem, and you are going to fix the problem okay you guys are the best honestly i didn't know i'm too ashamed to really talk about it with sorry i'm getting like emotional to talk about it with like any of my friends because it's really embarrassing but you guys are such a part of my life i knew you'd be able to help oh jackie <laughs> thanks so much guys oh, we're always gonna best. be here for you girl mm, love you guys okay. i love you love too Roz and mocha's fix my life on kiss we talk about the bachelor real quick girl okay. it's dish so, I don't know. Last night was such a messy show. So, Kelsey is the new villain. I guess that's the way that they're like sort of playing her off, but we all know about the editing. So, it came down to last night uh, Kelsey and Hannah Ann. <laughs> 
where Kelsey, I guess, had this whole thing planned with The Bachelor where she brought uh, champagne from home, right? Like she had a special bottle of champagne and she wanted to just have a moment with the pilot yeah. and they were going to enjoy the champagne. But then she saw Hannah Ann in that spot at the mansion drinking her champagne. So here's the setup. I'm excited to share a bottle of champagne with him that I've been saving for a really special moment. I mean, I'm a hopeless romantic. I love love. And to me, like, the bottle shows my heart and what I want. And, like, I want a husband. I want to have a family. So that the bottle of champagne represented a lot. Apparently. <laughs> right? Yeah. So she sees Hannah Ann sitting in her spot drinking her champagne. Yeah. And then she loses her mind. And as it turns out, there was two sets that they built with champagne, right? One was a couch with a regular bottle of champagne and a couple of glasses. The other was by the fireplace with a blanket and Kelsey's champagne. Something happened where it got screwed up and Hannah Ann wound up going over to the blanket and cracking open Kelsey's champagne. And Kelsey was not having it. And this is the confrontation. You know what? I, I've acknowledged your feelings. I respect your opinion. We're moving forward. That's Hannah Ann. I'm not, but... because I'm not fake. Yeah. Oh, and it didn't stop. It didn't stop. Do I think she's a snake? In sneaky? Yeah, absolutely. I don't tolerate snakes. I don't like them. They're my least favorite animal. Something happened and the bottles got switched up. Yeah, yeah right. Of course. Yeah, right. It was the producers that of switched course. it up. And then. And then she goes over and she finally gets her, Kelsey does, gets her time with, uh, with the pilot. And she sits down, they crack the other bottle of champagne open and they don't have glasses because she bumped into the whole set and broke all the glasses. And so she, he uncorks the bottle of champagne and then she tries to take a sip out of the bottle of champagne. And immediately as soon as she did this, I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't do, do that. Because I know what happens when somebody tries to take a sip at a bottle of champagne that hasn't already been poured. And that is the whole thing explodes in your face. And that's what happened. And that's exactly what happened. And that's the, the clip that we're going to be seeing all day today. I'll end on this tweet, which was yeah. probably my favorite tweet from yeah. the entire show last night, right? Yeah. From a fan. So you're telling me Kelsey saved a special bottle of champagne for over a year and the producers told Hannah Ann to drink it with Peter knowing it's going to create drama? And then in all caps, the devil works hard, but the bachelor producers work harder. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, big anniversary today, Roz. What is it? 21 years ago. Mm, okay. 21 years ago. When would that have been? Like 1999? Okay. 21 years ago. God, what was going on in 99? Okay. I had red pants. <laughs> okay. HBO <laughs> premiered this show. Never seen an episode. What? Never seen an episode of The Sopranos. You never watched The Sopranos? Never seen a single episode. Are you serious? Not one. Yo, that show was like yeah, I a know. monster. I know. For years. Yeah, never saw an episode. Was it because of your red pants? No, I didn't have cable then. 
Oh, yeah, I guess. It wasn't as accessible. No. And back then, to get cable was a little pricey. Yeah, I didn't have, I never, I didn't have cable in 99. Because I remember um, HBO, we, at the time, we didn't have HBO over here in Canada. And no, it was the it was the movie network. It was right? the movie network, but they never yeah. showed Sopranos season one. And it was like a year later that, or a year and a half later that, like CTV started showing it. Right. So I watched all of season one. Yeah, you had to get it on DVD, right? Yeah. yeah so I watched yeah, all of season yeah. one, and then I didn't want to pay for the subscription to get cable. So I went like. I don't know, four or five years without watching Sopranos. Yeah. And purposely staying away from anything that had to do with Sopranos. Yeah. And then one day, I remember I went to Pacific Mall, and they had a great deal. Oh, did they? Yeah. On the entire series. Perfect. Leading up to, like, the last season, I think it yeah. was. What'd you pay for that? Like, 80 bucks, 90 bucks? $10. Good for you. Good deal. Yeah, good deal. <laughs> and the quality was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Pacific Mall. And I burned through the entire series. Really, huh? In, like, a month. And then I got caught up right up until the very last season. And then the last season is what I watched. See? Week after week after week. I would have, because I, I love good television. I really do. And I like that idea. Like, I like mob stories. I like all that stuff. Yeah. Had people been... Been satisfied with the ending of Sopranos, I would have gone back and watched it all. But yeah. people were so furious with the way that it ended, it made me just not want to watch it. I then had zero motivation it to go and watch the whole thing. Probably the biggest letdown in it's what I heard television history. Yeah, it's what I heard. Well, that and I guess Game of Thrones. That's fine though. Whatever, it's right? fine. Yeah, but I remember specifically. Watching the very last episode, and much like everybody else, yeah, WTF, yeah, had it ended, and everybody was like, Oh my god, that was mind blowing! The best way to end this story, I would have been up at Pacific Mall, probably at that time, paying six bucks for the whole series. <laughs> <laughs> probably, this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, hello, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Doing good. How are you today? Good. What's your name? My name's Kim. Kim texted us, Roz, and mm. said that she just discovered the Roz and Mocha show. What? Yeah. Okay. How did you find out about us? Um. Well, I I mean, I've always kind of like heard you guys a little bit here and there, but yeah. I really just started listening like all the time, probably a little bit before Christmas. Oh, wow. Um, really? We've been on the radio for like over 10 years now. I know. I know. And then I heard you guys talk about the podcast. So I was like, oh, my God, I have to listen to that because I don't always have time to listen to you guys in the morning. Mm -hmm. So the podcast is absolutely perfect for that. And then I, I was laughing so hard and my husband just walked into the room and he's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, you have to listen to these guys. They're hilarious. <laughs> and what now? Does your husband listen to the uh, the Rosamoga show or to the podcast? He listens to the, the radio station in the morning, yeah. um, but he'll mostly listen to the podcast when I'm in the car. And he'll be the one to ask as soon as we get in the car. He's like, put on the podcast. I want to listen to them. Wow. Oh, my God. That's wow. amazing. So prior yeah. to uh, discovering the Razamoga show, what did you listen to or who did you listen to before? I was listening to uh, Fresh 93.1 with um, Matt and Tara. Never heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> So how far yeah. how far through the podcast are you? I think I'm on episode 45. Five, oh, my God. And we got like 128 of them out. I know. You know what? I'm okay with that, though, because I listen to it while I'm at work. And yeah. yeah. So I'm laughing all day to see you guys. Uh, well, Kim, thank you for making the switch 
to the Razamoga show permanently. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, thank you for your dedication, not only to the live show whenever you can, but to the podcast as well. And your husband. Yeah. If you're on episode 40-something, by the way, and you've only been listening for like three weeks, you've spent four, almost four full days of your past three weeks just listening to the podcast. Yeah, I don't really have a life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here doing math. <laughs> hey, Kim, uh, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I know it's only been oh like God, a month, I but... I knew you were going to ask this. So, it was really hard to choose at first. That's what she said? <laughs> and um, at first I was like, oh, you know, maybe Roz, because, you know, I when she talks about his daughter, it's just absolutely beautiful how much you adore her. But just the other day, you were talking about um, how you like the female version cast of Ghostbusters better than the original. So yeah. I'll have to go with Mocha. Oh, wow. Oh, you didn't <laughs> like that version? Um, You know what? I refuse to watch it because Ghostbusters is such a classic and it's one of my favorites. That, and I love the girls, but like on their own, I love it. But it's just one of those where like you just don't touch certain movies. And Ghostbusters for me is that. No, but can I Stop say... Stop being so precious. Can I say, Kim, that the all-female cast of Ghostbusters, it's yeah. really, really good. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. And it oh. compliments... No, listen to me. It compliments... I know I'm your favorite and everything. It compliments <laughs> the, the original Ghostbusters movies. It really oh, okay. does a good job. I promise okay. you. Can you watch that? this week and and then like hope maybe we can follow up and find out what you thought yeah absolutely i would yeah? love that okay. please do okay but i will say that for my husband Roz is the favorite that's all right i'll take that what's your husband's name chris he sounds hot Hey, Kim. Love you lots. Thank you for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. Thanks for the call. Hey, welcome to the family. (laughs) Thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, watching those videos from Vancouver is hilarious, huh? Oh, that snow. People like on uh, can't deal cross country skiing. Yeah, no, you can't deal. And they're and 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 as a city, they're not prepared. They have no idea what to do. No, well, you usually go for a morning run at this time. Yeah, but it's it's wild because to me, like I we've seen snowstorms and you see what it does to streets and people and your commute and everything else. But even looking at those pictures, I'm like, that's not a lot of snow. It's like a it's a decent drop. But that's not like... That's shut, not a, it's not shut the city down. No! Right? It's not cancel schools and school no, buses. No, but, but that's what that's happens like when you... leave a little extra early, right? Yeah, that's what happens when you don't know, though. When you have no idea what you're doing. And, like, I'll go out there. Because there's parts of Vancouver and Victoria that look very much like the sort of northern California coast where you have, it's very hilly, it's very beautiful, it's on the water, and you get a lot of these houses that were built onto like cliff sides uh-huh. where these driveways are on like a 30 degree angle. Like there's some really treacherous driveways. And, and, I, and oftentimes when I'm driving through LA, just instinctually, I think to myself, God, how do you do that driveway in the winter? And then you realize, oh, there's no winter. Yeah. So it's fine. You Easy. Can, you can have that driveway here. You drive slower. Yeah, because it doesn't, <laughs> because it doesn't snow. But every now and then, because they have those same types of driveways out west, uh-huh. and it rarely, rarely, if ever, snows in places like Victoria. But you still have to deal with that then when it does. Like, there are people who, like, the, even the idea of taking the car out of the house is an impossibility. Even with an, like a, like an inch of snow, yeah. you wouldn't be able to do it. You would slide into the ocean. I was chatting with somebody, uh, just texting, who's in Winnipeg right now, yeah. right? 
And this was last night. And I just like out of curiosity looked up the the weather because I was like, hey, how's it going? And they yeah. were like, oh, it's cold as balls, whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. And then they have like an extreme cold warning. Oh no! In Winnipeg, Manitoba. So, for example, today uh, it's going to be minus twenty four, right? With the wind chill last night and today as well, minus forty. Wow! Yeah, that's crazy, right? Catherine's got a friend up in Yellowknife. That ain't and right. And she was writing her, where she's like, "It's going to be minus thirty eight for the next six days." The, <laughs> the sun. The sun comes up at 10.30 in the morning and sets at 2.30 in the afternoon. Oh, my God. What are you going to do? Oh, my God. What are you going to do for those four hours of sunshine you get? Right? Yeah. I couldn't imagine. No. no I couldn't do that. No. I couldn't do so that. So a little snow this weekend, I'm good. Yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> you think? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. See the story yesterday? Students angry after University of Toronto professor requires them to follow him on social media for marks. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so this started on Reddit, where they they posted a picture of the breakdown of the participation marks in this guy's course. The lecturer's name is Mitchell Hyun, and the screen grab of the breakdown read "pinnacle of participation." It includes that participation marks are worth a total of ten percent of the course. One of them, buying a copy of his latest book called Dumb Money, is listed as being worth 1%. Following him on Twitter and Instagram is also worth an additional 1% of the participation mark. Connecting with him on LinkedIn is worth a mark. And they're also required to get him to sign the book for another 1%. Oh, come on, dude. I don't know if you're allowed to do, I don't know if you're allowed to make a buck off your students, are you? I don't think so. They're, that can't be right at all. That, that cannot be right at all. But people went in on them. Oh, my God. Some of the response, uh, the res- replies to, because he put out, I'll play the audio. He, he So what did he do? Did a, he reply to this? So what's his, res- what's his take on all this? This is what he said on his IG. So a little bit of discussion around participation marks. Um, some like it, some don't like it, but you can't please everyone. At the end of the day, um, participation marks are a way for students to get credit for things that they've completed in the course, but that's not exactly, um, I guess, the main objective. And so as humans, we evolve to kind of take the path of least resistance uh, just because it takes a lot of energy um, just to think and, and figure things out to overcome obstacles. And so anytime you want to break a habit or, or move into a new line of thinking, uh, it does require a bit of effort, right? And so if, if you're thinking about um, sometimes you may have exams back to back to back and a bunch of assignments all due on the same day and you're kind of paralyzed and you don't know what to do first and you might sit there uh, for the entire day and do nothing. And so the whole essence is to create uh, a Bible and a reference guide so that you have easy access to and you're already used to using. So this book is already going to be on your shelves. It's already going to be there because I may not be there to, uh, to guide you. So basically, he says absolutely nothing about the Reddit post. Right. Absolutely nothing. He also refers to himself in his bio on Twitter as a financial ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I love when people do that. Uh, here's what people are saying. This is a combination of comments on 
his Instagram, but yeah. also Reddit. Okay. I took this course. It was so easy that they had to take marks off from everyone because the average was too high. Wow. The course was they a do joke as anyone who graduated high school could pass it. U of T Mississauga, I want my tuition back because he is selling the exact same lectures for cheaper to non-UFC, uh, U of T people. Oh, Wow. Somebody wrote, be grateful they called you a professor. LOL, you are not one. Oh, jeez. As long as you feel like what you're doing is in the best interest of the students, then I say, do it. Another person wrote, y'all will follow IG models for free and get nothing out of it. <laughs> but mad when this guy wants to give you an easy 3%. Stupid. That's true. That's true. Somebody else said, I found the book to be very helpful, to be honest, because it's almost word for word uh, from his lectures. So it makes it easy to catch up if you miss anything. Another person wrote, this course is a joke. It teaches you what TFSA stands for. Unless you want to waste your money on BS like this, don't take it. Oh, wow. Jeez. It's interesting, though, when you get into university and stuff like that because I never went to university so I only know about university from stories of people that have gone to universities yeah. like I never had to deal with this right like right. I never I never was in a lecture hall where somebody was like follow me or do extra stuff for but, extra like, credit like I've never like is this normal like are do, is no, there is there uh, generally on. this kind of overstep when it comes to a professor I don't think and, so because we would have heard about this already right. asking students who are already paying you know high tuition rates asking them to buy your book first of all and then to get you to like who the hell do you think you are right. trying to sell uh ask your students a to buy your book and then say Part of your grade requires right. me to sign it. Like, right. I listen. Chill with the I ego, know. Bro. I know. It's another point if, Mitch, you, if I sign it. And the financial only, ninja. Chill with the ego. And the only reason why I'm signing it is so you can't resell it. So the next group of kids that come into yeah. this class are going like to have to buy it. Like that's a pretty trash move, right? All right. Yeah. Like forget the fact that you want more followers. By yes. the way, I checked. He's got less than 1,200 followers. Right. <laughs> students are not, are not, like they don't care about that 1%. No. But asking students to buy your book and then part yeah. of your, your grade is that, right. I got to sign it. I know. Like right. you walk into university and you're like, God, you guys are already turning me into a communist and you want me to buy your book? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Hi, Vera. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. Oh, hi. How's How you going? doing? Happy New Year. Good. Thank you. Good. So you wrote us this. I don't, when was it that we first talked? Dude, this was like I, a year ago. Okay. So Last year, January. You wrote yes. us, uh, hey, Razamoka, hi, please, please, please. I've been lost for almost two years now. I caught my partner of 15 years cheating with his coworker in the gym parking lot. What do I do? And if I remember correctly, like you hired like a private investigator and all that stuff, I right? I did. Yes, oh. I did. And didn't you go to his... HR department to complain that <laughs> I did. he was seeing one of his coworkers. Yes, I did, and then I was told like it because it's not being done at work, so they cannot do anything yeah. about it. Well, which was not our recommendation for you, by Absolutely. the way. That was yes. you did not go to HR based on our advice. No, no, I would no, highly I recommend not going to HR. No, it's just my thing. Like you know, I thought that's the appropriate thing. You confronted him. How did that go? Uh, he said like uh, he was just lost, right? Like uh, it's only like sling or something like that and then um, he really regret it so he's very sorry and 
when I called you guys, like I took all your advice and then there you go. I gave him another chance, but with some rules. Oh, wow. Rules. Okay. It's like a must that he answer his phone when I, every time I call. Right. Like if, if the phone rings more than three times, he's in trouble. Big wow. trouble. Wow. A, sounds, like, it sounds like a healthy relationship. Uh-huh. So that's rule number one is he must answer the phone every single time you okay. call. Okay, what else? That's right. And then if he can take my kid to, like, you know, if he hangs out to our friend, he will have to take my kids. <laughs> So, so he's not allowed to go and hang out without you unless yes. he's got the kids. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if they go to a bar, so that's different. Like, you know, I have to go with him. Oh, so, so if he wants to go to a bar, then you have to go. That's right. Wow. Yes. Okay. Jeez, mm-hmm. so, man. So, so he's not allowed to be alone <laughs> okay. whatsoever. No. Well, no. Uh, like, you know, it's for now, like, uh, it's really hard for him. But if he wants us, like, you know, if he wants my trust back again like he has to do it okay. and he's okay i'm glad to see that you've gotten over your trust issues <laughs> <laughs> and i know a lot of people are listening right now wow. being like why did you why did you take that creep back but one of the other things that came out when we originally talked is that you make quite a bit more money than he does so if you did split you would have to pay him right that's right yes right yeah. there's that old mm-hmm. there's that old crude saying what was it cheaper to keep her that that uh, that douchebag guys used to say about divorces oh, wow so you're sort <laughs> no, of the devil you what is that like the, oh the devil you know is better than the devil you don't <laughs> that's right wow <laughs> <laughs> so vera what he's about his what about his work situation because well, he's, he's got she doesn't oh, work there anymore she doesn't work there anymore no no oh, okay she's not there. yeah oh, all right geez. but so the, what about like his time at work like if you're calling him, or do you call him during the day where he's supposed to be working, but at the same time, oh, he has to answer his yes, phone? Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Even he's in the meeting, right? Like, you know, he has to drop whatever he's doing. Like, answer me. Is he allowed to go to the gym anymore? With me. With you. Wow. Do yeah. you- so, so he doesn't do anything <laughs> alone whatsoever? No. And then how is your relationship outside of that? Like, are you guys still, like, are, are you still oh, yeah. are you like, still uh, loving? Are you still physical? Are you still all that stuff? Oh, yeah. I think it's more than what we are supposed to do. More than what you're supposed to do? <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you really straightened all this out. You sound like every now and then on Netflix, you come across one of those documentaries where it's like the, the, the woman of the family who was the drug lord. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I'm more than military, I think. Yeah, it sounds like you. He's <laughs> <laughs> like having people. Now, did that girl lose her job because she was having an affair with your husband? Did you get her fired? No, I think uh, she just left because she's no longer like, you know, he's the only guy in that building. Oh, okay. Right oh, now. No. The oh. only guy? The only guy. That's okay. right. No wonder he has to answer his phone even <laughs> for meetings. Now, Vera, be honest. Have mm-hmm. you surprise visited him at work since all of this went down? Oh, yeah. Multiple times. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Do you still, are you still in contact with that private investigator and just in case you may need him again? Oh, he is like, you know, um, he did ask me like you had, uh, during Christmas, over the Christmas. And I said like, yeah, just uh, hang in there. Like, you know, maybe... Uh, this year. I might have some work for you in the new year. 
Vera, are you contemplating having this private investigator just follow your husband around? No. No. Like, no. Don't no. be crazy, Mocha. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Why would he have to do that when you're with him all the time, right? That's right. Yeah. No. Right. So many rules. There's no point anymore. So many rules. Sounds like it worked out for you, Vera. <laughs> yeah, like you know, for all the people out there, right? Like you know, I if they're having the same issues. I think like giving another chance is okay, but set some rules, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just some rules. Yeah. Okay. This is a this is like house arrest. <laughs> Hey, Vera, thanks so much for checking in with us. Yeah, thank you. All right, right take bye. care, girl. Bye. Jeez, man. Wow. I knew I knew a couple where each of them, they agreed that they were going to... Uh, actually, I've known three or four couples, people who have done this in the past, what? where it's common, it's very, very normal in a relationship for you on your phone to put that app where I can track where you are, uh-huh. and then I put it on my phone so you can track where I am. It's very common for people. Very common. I'm sure so Vera you, has that on her husband's oh, phone. Oh, please. <laughs> Low jack his car and everything. Yeah. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Who wants an NSYNC reunion? A lot of people do. I can't believe people still want this reunion. Dude, I didn't. Knowing that Justin Timberlake will never. Yeah. Never. Ever be a part of an NSYNC reunion. And I don't think that you can do an NSYNC reunion without Justin Timberlake personally. No, you have to have JT. Yeah. But there is no way JT will ever come back to and, do an NSYNC reunion. And I tell you, I sort of feel that he's being kind of a D about the whole thing. Even, like, just, even just do a show. You know, I really do. I, do it one time for the fans. Yeah, because I think that this there's a lot to be said for you know your own creativity and everything else. But there was a point when Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill would literally lean across the table and slap you across the face if you ever asked them a question about Star Wars. Right. Right? They wanted nothing to do with it. They had moved on. That was their past. Stop talking to me about Star Wars. Star Wars is never coming back. You nerds. Right? Uh, and then eventually life happens and they embrace it. Jason Priestley was the same way. Jason Priestley went through a period of where if you wanted to ever talk to Jason Priestley, you had to basically put it in writing that you would never ask about 90210. And then things, you you grow and you realize, oh my God, those fans are amazing fans and that was actually a very cool thing that I did and now fully embrace 90210. Sure. Right? And it's wonderful. And it's wonderful to see because fans love when these people come back and then they revisit the thing that made them famous in the first place. The fact that JT is such a whole out of even entertaining the idea of doing an in-sync reunion, even a one-off show for fans, I think is a real D move. I'll tell you, last year, the closest we got was at Coachella last year when all of NSYNC minus JT performed with Ariana Grande on stage. That would have been the one time, one moment as a group they could have made to appease the fans. Yeah. And then like, everyone, we got what we wanted. Yeah. Don't ever talk about it again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Joey Fatone was on uh, a podcast that Billboard runs called Pop Shop talking about immediately following the NSYNC semi-reunion with Ariana Grande 
at Coachella. Then we start getting phone calls, of course. Of well, course. you guys back together. What are you doing? Oh my gosh, there's an offer here. This, that. Four person tour. There were offers. There were offers. <laughs> there, there were, there were actually, yeah, there were offers thrown at the table. But the whole thing was, is I don't think we were ready for it yet. I don't think even at the moment, like to really mentally wrap our head around to see what we want to do. And that's, I think that's the conversation that we really have to have that we haven't had yet is really going, do we want to do it or do we not? Hmm. And if we do want to do it, what is it? Right. You know, and that's something that, that will definitely, I think, take some time just due to the fact that I'm sure Baxter did the same thing, mm. you know, meaning like they, they did it without one of the yeah. members. Well, that's For the thing. While, the funny yeah. part about them is I always say the joke because they do take little breaks here and there. They've never really gone away. So every time they sing Backstreet's back, they're, they're not back. They've never left. <laughs> Hmm. I just want to know what those offers were. And I'm sure those offers were... Yeah, man. Ton of money. Hey, ton of money. Come back, but we also need JT. Yeah, of course. Of so course. Nobody's going to pay top dollar for Lance and Joey. The only time we're ever going to hear and sing together as a group is when we listen to their older tracks. Yes. And that's it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Are you pumped Billie Eilish is doing the 007 theme? Um... Do you care? I don't care. No. No. I'm not a James Bond guy. No. I don't have any... It's always big um, news, though. It's always big news when, yeah, when they announce who does it. And I'll tell you it. why. Okay, so a couple things. Number one, I don't have an attachment to James Bond, right? No, fair enough. Uh, number two, I've never had any attachment to any of the music in the past. And number three, when Sam Smith did his song, Ugh. and then when Adele did her song, Ugh. they were both like massive letdowns. Yeah. Right? They released those tracks during the years that they were having like a super hot year in music and yes. all of their records were being played on the radio. Yes. And then those James Bond songs came out and you're like, ugh, no, boring. I, I find that people often try and go way too far out of their own lane to do something that is specifically James Bond and then they wind up failing. Like the Sam yeah. Smith song was sounded like to me an attempt to do what they felt would be appropriate for James I've Bond. But you just wanted Sam Smith to do a Sam Smith song. Yeah. Like it wasn't great. But always yeah, it just wasn't not a good song. No, it's terrible. Which one? What's this called again? Spectre. Spectre. Running, and I always get away. But with you, I'm feeling something that makes me want to stay. Unprepared. Boring. And then the Adele one. Oh, that was even more boring. This is the end. Hold your breath and count to ten. Yeah. Feel the earth move. But they always do, and they always try and match up somebody who is, or a band who's extremely popular at the time, to do the, like, didn't Duran Duran years ago do a James Bond song? Yeah, View to Kill. <laughs> to me, this sounds like a James Bond song. At least this one's up-tempo. Overseas. Could it be the whole of opening wide? Okay, I can kind of dig this one. Dark days, huh? I don't mind this one. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Why doesn't anyone do a song where they actually say James Bond's name? James Bond like that? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. James Bond. <laughs> what else? What else? He's 007. <laughs> what else do you have over there? He's Weren't gonna there? get ya. 
<laughs> Don't try to kill uh, the, the people. James yeah. Bond. Is that how it would go? Yeah. Yeah. Who else did James Bond songs? Tina Turner. Oh, James yeah. Bond. He's gonna get your golden eye. See reflections on the water. More than darkness in the depths. James Bond is gone. Let's get a shot. <laughs> Golden Eye. You think you're I am totally good with this. You keep going. <laughs> He's got a way with the lady. <laughs> Only if they consent. But a three piece suit. Yes, James Bond's gonna get you. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, hold on. There was a story out of Ottawa. It's a nice story, too. By the way, shout out to Kiss 105.3 in Ottawa, where the Roz and Mocha Show airs. Mm. Mm. It's very rare you see a nice story. It's always somebody got stabbed, somebody got shot, depending on where you are in the city. Blah, blah, blah. Terrible, terrible, terrible. It's true. Right? Uh, this was posted on Reddit. I just want to say thank you to the kind stranger who apparently made a, quote, massive contribution as a pay it forward at Starbucks inside Chapters on Rideau. I hope I said that right. Is that how you say it? Rideau? Rideau. Rideau. It put a smile on a lot of people's faces when the barista told us that all of our orders were free. For how many people? It'll definitely be, uh, I'll definitely be paying it forward. Good what? job. Yeah. How many people? That's the thing. This person that posted never said how many people were in line. I imagine it was a busy Starbucks then. And but I mean, if you've ever been to a Starbucks inside of a chapter... It's a lot of money. Like, you could be standing in a line that are 12 people deep. Yeah. And you're at the end. Yeah. And people aren't ordering just a drink. Or if but they're so, ordering a drink, it's like a specialty drink that's like upwards of 5 $6. So here's my question, though. How do you do that at Starbucks? And I'm not saying... I'm not calling shenanigans on this guy's story. But how do you do that at Starbucks? So what you can do is, let's say you're standing and you're getting ready to pay, yeah. right? You could just say to the cashier, now maybe it's not, I don't know if it's, maybe they were like hanging out yeah. and saying, take everybody's orders, let me know after and I will secretly pay or whatever. Or I'll pay on the app, let's say, right? Or uh, maybe this person got to the cash register Ask the barista or the servers, hey, how many people are waiting for their orders? Oh, seven people, five people? But they would have already pay. paid. Oh, yeah, they would have already paid. That's what I'm saying. How do you do that at a Starbucks? What if it's like a bar where you just leave your credit card and, you know, the next 20 people come in, just use my card? But then what, you leave your card there? No, but no. maybe he was sitting off to the side with sunglasses on, drinking and, and, and watching everyone. Like a yeah, creep? The per- yeah, Man, the person like- had to... I know, your stories are all yes, like, like stalker like, creepish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a ball cap. What, like Joe from you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just Hello, trying to figure you. out... I'm not calling shenanigans on the story. I'm just trying to figure out how you actually do that. Because do it, is a, it is a nice thing to do. It is a nice thing to do, but I just don't know how you pay it forward at a Starbucks. At a drive-thru, it's very easy. I think Maury is semi-right, where this person got to... And just, like, left them some... Like, let's say he leave, made, did he, like, walk up and say, here's 50... Pay for pay the for next. as many as yeah, you but what can. If you're the last guy, and it comes to 
5503, then you, like, oh, somebody paid for it. No, then they walk over to the creep in the ball cap and the sunglasses in the corner. And guys get 50 (laughs) more cents out of them. Do you imagine that would be the worst? That would be the worst pay for it ever. You walk into a Starbucks, you drop $100 down. You're like, the next, how many ever people? Right, just, just use use, use, this. It, use this, and then they come to you at the end, and they're like, "Yeah, it came to like one hundred two, man." Yeah, you got tuning on you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Well, look at that, Mocha. Are you ready? Yes, I am, Roz. It's time to do the news. Oh, so you're not even going to yell it? Let's do the news. Better. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, that big giant duck is coming back to Toronto's waterfront. No. Yeah. Big rubber ducky? Yeah. The one that everyone was mad about, and then as soon as it showed up, they were like, oh my God, we love this thing so much. <laughs> yeah, everybody was super pissed off that the city paid so much money to have this giant How duck. How much was it? Like 25 grand or something? Just, like 10 grand? Sit, just sitting Came there, and then as soon as the duck left, everybody's like, oh my God, the duck's gone. Yeah, poor ducky. What's that? It brought in a ton of money. Yeah, it well, did. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so this, so what's the festival called? So it's the, the, it's the, uh, the waterfront festival put on by the the sugar company, right? The, the red path waterfront festival announced yesterday that the return of the six story, 30,000 pound yellow duck to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the festival, the festival generated that year. I think this is what they're saying. The festival generated that year $7.6 million for the city of Toronto. Wow. Yeah. Does so, it say in there, though, but this time it was in the press release that the city of Toronto is not paying for the duck. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. What do you you know what? Do? I would gladly pay money to have that duck yeah. come back. It was a Wait, wild hold on. It you was would a pay money story. for the duck, but you want free parking? Absolutely. <laughs> How are Absolutely. people supposed to come and see the duck? <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, so much going on already. Meghan Markle was spotted out in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. At a downtown Eastside Women's Center. Uh, those at the center say that she popped in and chatted about issues affecting uh, women in the community. Also, there's a Vancouver Island charter boat operator who reportedly turned down a recent booking when he realized the clients were paparazzi. Ooh. He claims he turned down the contract because he wanted to give Harry and Meghan the privacy that they're looking for in Canada. See? Canadians are so nice. Nice. She was also seen driving around. How are you supposed to make a dollar when you when you can't take people out on a boat to take pictures of them at home? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like the, that that opportunity knocks once in your life. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm sure it's going to knock again. I'm sure that there's going to be someone who operates a boat out there in Vancouver that's going to be like, hey, paparazzi, yeah. I will take you to their front door. Yes, like that is now my job. Yes. To take people out there to show them. That's how you're going to get to feed your family. Yes, it's like the Star Tours when you go to Los Angeles uh, where there's like a full bus that you just go and sit on and they bring you to where people live. Yeah. Did you hear there was a Star Tour once and Tom Hanks rolled down the window and said, do you see any celebrities yet? <laughs> <laughs> Ken Jennings is the greatest of all time. Uh, Man, Jeopardy really screwed up with this, if you ask me. So they did three games last week, and they had said at the beginning of it that if it needs to go Friday and through the weekend, then that's what they would do. We're going to do this until there's a winner. And then they started getting monster ratings for it, and then they didn't do one Friday, didn't do one Saturday, didn't do one Sunday, didn't do one Monday. They came back last night, and it was only one episode because Ken Jennings wound up winning. And so you had forgot that it was on. I forgot it was on. I didn't even watch it last night. I know. He has 272 speeches, the most of any non-title character in a Shakespeare tragedy. 
You have 30 seconds. Good luck. Brad, we come to you first. You're the best, Alex. Thank you so much. It's true, and I should Aww. get credit for it. Now we come to Ken Jennings. Who is Shakespeare? Who is Iago. Oh. That is the correct response. Oh. That gives you a total for the match of 88,600 as we come to James. Did he come up with Iago? He did not. Ken Jennings! That's, uh, that's, 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 you are right. the champion! Hold on, the answer yeah. was Iago? Iago, Isn't that the yeah. name of the, the parrot from Aladdin? <laughs> yep, sure is. That's Jafar's parrot. The CNN is trash is trending right now. Oh, no. And it's not by, like, Trump fans. It's by, like, Bernie fans. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Don Lemon wasn't getting drunk again on TV? <laughs> no, so it's because of the way they feel that Bernie Sanders is being treated yet again during this election because there's still a lot of people who remember how Hillary Clinton and the Democrats sort of elbowed Bernie out of the race yeah. when it was to decide who was going to go up against Donald Trump the first time. And it seems like it's happening again to a lot of Bernie fans. And that is the story came out that a few years ago, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders were meeting and there was other people in the room. And Elizabeth Warren claims that at that time, Bernie Sanders said that a woman could never win the presidency. Okay? Oof. And so this looks like another takedown of Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders has denied it. So during the debate last night, and everybody, of course, is, again, pissed off at the treatment of Bernie Sanders. So this is the debate last night. This is how they asked Bernie Sanders about it and then the follow-up to Elizabeth Warren. So Senator Sanders, Senator Sanders, I do want to be clear here. You're saying that you never told Senator Warren that a woman could not win the election. That is correct. And Senator Warren, what did you think when Senator Sanders told you a woman could not win the election? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I disagreed. Oh, okay. okay. Completely different Th words. This is how you ask this is how you ask that question, right? If I said, Maury, did you steal Mocha's wallet? No. Mocha, yeah. how do you feel about Maury stealing your wallet? Right? Uh, so okay. The question why, is how dare you steal okay, my wallet? The question is, Maury, did you steal Mocha's wallet? No. Mocha, Maury denies stealing your wallet. What are your thoughts on that? Still That's the appropriate follow-up, oh. right? That's how you ask that follow-up. You don't say, Bernie, did you say a woman couldn't run? No. Elizabeth, how did you feel when Bernie said a woman couldn't win? <laughs> like, no person, asked, no person asks a question like that. Poor Bern. Right? Uh, Bernie got you're wondering why CNN is trash is trending right now, it's because of that exchange. Baby Yoda is apparently going to happen at Build-A-Bear. What? So we know all the, the marketing for Baby Yoda, or the child as it's actually called. Uh -huh. uh, all the marketing for Baby Yoda, everything is like being, still being manufactured and they didn't capitalize on the popularity of Baby Yoda and like dolls aren't shipping until May. So everybody has been in the works to get their deals done and Build-A-Bear is one of the places that wow. they say after episode one, Build-A-Bear started doing a deal with Disney to really? be able to do a, a Baby Yoda Build-A-Bear. So that is... Happening. I think you're going to be able to do a Build-A-Bear Baby Yoda before the May official Baby Yodas come out. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure how much before, but that is another option to get a Baby Yoda. There was nearly two dozen children in California that needed medical attention yesterday after a wow. Delta flight that was flying over a school 
dumped jet fuel <gasps> all over like kids. Accidental, right? Had to be. The L.A. Fire Department inspector told reporters that a f- that fuel that was possibly dropped from a low-flying aircraft at approximately hit approximately 20 children that oh had skin and eye irritations because of the incident. Meanwhile, the Associated Press claims that fuel affected 56 children Ooh. and adults at the school, but nobody was actually taken to the hospital. And the only um, sort of procedure that they needed was just soap and water. But I guess people dump fuel. Like if you're taking off and you have too much fuel, you, people like planes regularly well, dump fuel. You have to fuel. check what's beneath, I don't beneath know, the but, plane. But most times, I guess it just dissipates. But maybe because of winds and everything else, there's a school underneath and they wound up like just soaking. Oh, come on. Children. No, that wasn't an accident. With, well, you think they intentionally soak children with gas? No, no, no. Oh. Sorry. No, no, no. Like it wasn't an accident. Like they knew what they were doing. Yes. But like, did they know that? I think it's they, a regular thing. Did they know that there was a school underneath? Yeah, I think it's a regular thing. Or did they thing. know that it was like a heavily populated I area? I don't know. I don't think it matters. I think they just do it and we just don't know they do it. Oh. I think it's one of those. Um, hey, I didn't know James Corden wore Spanx. What? Yeah, apparently really? his New Year's resolution was to not wear was to not wear Spanx. And what happened? I don't know. He just said that. He threw that out there one night. Oh, so what is he like? Can you guys tell? Well, no, because I guess it's like it's a huge pain in the ass. Like, talk to any woman who wears spanks, and they're like, it's no joke. Like, I've they're tried just, them on. They're just not fun. They're, they hurt. I remember one time I went looking for them on my computer. Do you remember that we started talking about this years ago? And yep. I googled men's girdles, uh-huh. and then for a year and a half, all I had were ad- ads on the side of my every web page I went to for men's girdles. And so, anytime anybody ever looked at me on my computer, it looked like I was looking at ads <laughs> for men's girdles. And now that you just talked about it, and your phone's right. I know, I know. You're going to start seeing IG posts now. Oh, man. <laughs> Not on ads. IG. Yeah. Come on. Did you buy them, though? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, so the advertising didn't work. Uh, Wendy Williams was hit with major backlash Again? after mocking Joaquin Phoenix's uh, cleft palate. <gasps> so she made this comment like a, a right after, I think it was like the day after the Golden Globe. So it was a while. And then people had been bombarding her for an apology. So she's talking about how attractive she finds Joaquin Phoenix and then she gets to his cleft palate and like literally sticks her finger in her mouth and lifts up her lip and starts talking weird. So oh no. here's here's what Wendy Williams said. And furthermore, in my universe, who is Joaquin Phoenix? <laughs> I think I've shared this with you before. Have I shared this with them before? I find him oddly attractive. Yes. And, and he knows how to transform. Like when he shaves that off, but the way he looks at you. Yes, those piercing uh, eyes. Right. And when he shaves off his mustache, he's got a hairline yep. fracture. He's got one of those, um, what do you call it? Cleft lip. Yep. Cleft palate. Yep. He's, he's got yep. this. Yep. He's got this. Uh-huh. No, I find it to be, I find it to be very attractive. Oh, no. Anyway, but back to you, bachelor chicks. <laughs> That's not nice. So, um... And a lot of people went in on uh, on Wendy. And then Adam Big Hill from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers tweeted at her. And uh, he has a a, a kid with a a cleft palate. And he wrote this uh, a couple of days ago. Day three, and we're still waiting for Wendy Williams to apologize to the cleft community. Outside of that, seeing everyone come together on social media to rally around her comments and her actions has been truly amazing. It's clear we're making progress towards being able to hashtag end bullying. And then just... I think it was like last night, Wendy replied to him and said, uh, we're thinking about Bo today, Bo's his kid, um, and his surgery. I want to apologize to the cleft community and in Bo's honor. And 
And our show will be donating to two different cleft palate organizations uh, and encourage our Wendy watchers to learn more about to help support the cleft community. And then Adam replied, thank you, Wendy Williams, for your apology, your donation, uh, and for thinking of Bo today for his surgery. I forgive you, and I encourage others to do so as well. I wish you all the best. So that's how something starts and something ends. I didn't ends. think that, Hirsch, I mean, I don't know who airs it in Canada. Because I've yeah. never seen a single episode, right, of Wendy Williams. But I get, I, she I didn't goes know that. Off though, man, she I makes didn't know news. that her. Show, I know she it's makes crazy. news for sure, but I didn't know that her show was that big in the states. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I, I don't know if it's that big in the states. I think it's big because she says outrageous stuff and it winds up going viral. Yeah, like this. You know what you show know? I watched the other day? What's that? And it was really. It was like I really hope that it has longevity because I really like. Her and I like the show. Mm-hmm. It's a Kelly Clarkson show. You do, huh? Yeah. See, for me, the Kelly Clarkson show is odd because the only thing that I ever see from the Kelly Clarkson show is when she comes out off the beginning of it and sings a song. Yeah, that's the only thing I ever see. No, I watched is her singing the other day. Who does she interview? Uh, I don't know. Some kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It the, was nice though. Yeah, I have. I would not be surprised, and I know that uh, that Ellen is. You know, she went on the show and she plays the big game and everything else. But there's no doubt in my mind that Ellen's blocking all the guests from the Kelly Clarkson show, just like what all she the did. A-listers? She did. Yeah, with, she um, had. Um, who Kelly- did she do that to? Who had that show? She's an actress that they gave a show to. She had a talk show, and it was real great, and everybody loved it for the first month. And then it came out that uh, Ellen and her team were blocking all the oh, no. A-listers from doing her show. Really? Because remember when Kelly Clarkson's first, like her first couple of weeks, she had some really big guests, right? Yeah. And now it's turned into sort of like you know, you know, local hero of the week. You know, interview the cute kid all this stuff like there's no it's not this parade of a-listers that people thought it was going to be and she was talking to uh the episode i watched i believe uh the football player um gronk oh yeah yeah he's on the show yeah 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 <laughs> Gagowski, yeah and now it's time for ask Roz and mocha all right before we get to the questions that you submitted through at kiss 925 and before we get to the person on the phone we have to go back to episode 127 of the Raz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, in Ask Raz and Mocha, Raphael, her question was, what can Dammit Mori cook well besides his mac and cheese? But here's the thing with that question before we continue. Is, is it the word well? Yes. <laughs> I just saw that too. Yeah, like what can Dammit Mori cook well besides mac and cheese? That that makes it sound like Dammit Mori can cook mac and cheese well. No, he can't. Which is disgusting. Well, no, tried hold it, on. It's the gross. word well is relative because I enjoy it. Uh, but what does go? What goes into your mac and cheese, more? Okay, so mac and cheese. And Mocha, I, you've tried this, and I disgusting. believe your review said it tasted like garbage. Yeah, but you yes. live to see another okay. day. It's so, still nourishing. So you have your basic nourishing. your mac and cheese. You have like your macaroni, your cheese. Then you're putting in tuna, corn, frozen corn, a hard boiled egg, um, a little bit of water. And <laughs> a little bit of water. That's what it was, a teaspoon of water. Mm. I remember that. That was the secret ingredient. Sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah. Teaspoon of water. Yeah. Okay, so the question was, what can Maury cook well uh, besides mac and cheese? No. And this is where we learned about what you called concoction. No, my dad. See, this was passed down from my dad. See, when anytime he would go out to a party from work, he would phone me and say, I've left concoction in the fridge for you, and I would just heat it up. Okay. So it was like a rushed meal that he would put together, and it should last several days. And what was in concoction? I gave you the recipe. Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, rigatoni pasta, three cheese singles cut into fours, whatever that means, uh, and melted into the pasta after cooked. 
uh, frozen corn. Wait, pause. Yeah. If the cheese is going to melt into the pasta, why do you have to cut it up for <laughs> to distribute fourth. it? Okay, yeah. Okay. It's a it's a mocha. Uh, sorry, honestly. stupid question. Okay, please, man. Okay, don't do this to me today. Uh, frozen corn. What is up with you guys putting frozen corn in everything? Oh, it's really wild. Corn, you guys huh? love frozen corn. <laughs> Super weird. Buy a can for God's sake. Uh, half cup of uh, butter. Half cup of butter. A half cup. Wait, did you mean a half a, a stick? Nope. Half a, a half cup? a cup yeah. of butter melted into pasta. Navy beans, ground beef cooked with salt and pepper and paprika? Paprika. Paprika? Paprika. That is not in any way how you spell paprika. <laughs> paprika. P-E-P-R-I-C-A. Paprika. Oh, paprika. Isn't that in Dominican Republic? <laughs> uh, bread crumbs, diced tomatoes, and topped off with half a pickle. Topped off with half a pickle? Yeah, and I'm, I'm surprised I have a so, little container for each of you to I'm try right now. I'm not eating that. Well, I put Just all that so effort you know, into it. That's fine. Do you want to smell by it? The, by the looks of this, Maura, you didn't put any effort into that. <laughs> uh, I'll smell it, yeah. Okay. Okay. Here, here. This is the blue container. Why? <laughs> what does that mean? What did you do to this one? <laughs> you took a bite first. I don't trust you. <laughs> okay, so Mocha, yeah. that is concoction. Describe what it looks like for people. Um, it's It looks like mush. It's literally... I, all I see are the rigatoni. I yeah. can see the melted cheese. Um, I think this is beef and then the beans. <laughs> but as soon as Maury opened the container, yeah. it is an extremely strong smell of pickles yeah. and pickle juice. Like, I don't smell the beef. I don't smell the rigatoni. I don't smell like anything pasta related. I will all I smell are pickles. I will say. I will say this. It's um, it's interesting. Like it throws off the senses when you open up something that is tomatoey and pastay, but when you open it up, all you smell is pickle. Yeah, it's weird. It's pretty gross. It doesn't. Pickle, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Maybe my dad did that because pickle was a more inviting smell for a child. I'm uh, I'm in here with the flashlight looking at this right now, yeah. and let me just mix it around a little bit here. Hold on. Oh, you know what? It really smells bad. That's a good pasta sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you gonna try this or what? Okay, Mocha, give it a go. I'm just gonna play with mine. <laughs> after after all of that, yeah, you want me to eat? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me let me get my flashlight. Oh. It smells. Oh. oh my god, everything over here smells like pig. After I right? after I um I. Uh, that's the word I'm looking for. I, I, no, I, I distressed it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pickle got angry. You got the, the smell from underneath. Yeah. Okay. okay, go for it. So this is concoction, the, the, the taste test here. Oh, it really smells like pickles, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, go for it. And make sure you get a little bit of everything in the, in the, uh, in, on the fork there. Like, make sure you, I want you to get the full... I have everything here. Okay. I oh, got wow. the cheese slice. Yeah. I got the rigatoni. I got the beef, the beans. Frozen corn. Yeah, there's a corn on the bottom All there. Right. The paprika. This is yeah. kind of emotional because it looks like my childhood. Okay, you ready? Yeah. What a hot mess, Maury. Is that what your childhood looks like? Okay, how was that? 
Oh my God. And I will say this, uh, all credit to Mocha because he just took the biggest bite of this that I've ever seen. Okay, how is it? Describe it. It just tastes like pickles. It just tastes like pickles. Nothing else. Oh, concoction is so gross. Would you maybe have enjoyed it without the pickle? Do you think, is there a chance you could have enjoyed it without Honestly, the pickle? all I taste is pickle. Oh, this is disgusting. Well, get, hold on, get some from down below. Yeah, start digging around the underside, the bottom. Wait a minute. Why yeah. is it more eating this? Yeah, hold on. Well, but I know what it tastes like. I grew up with this when Here. my dad was partying. Here, Maury, uh, Mocha, let me yeah. show you like what the bottom look. I'll, I'll show you on mine what the bottom looks like, okay? And then you find it, okay? Okay, I'm almost at the bottom. <laughs> That's so gross. Do you want me to do this while you take another bite? Go to the bottom of yours. I found the bottom of mine. Go find the bottom of yours. That's what she said. Okay? Okay. Okay. I'll 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 play with it and then you put it in your mouth. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. So okay. So you find the bottom of yours. I found my bottom. Did you find your bottom? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna play with it. You put it in your mouth. Ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> Is it any better down there? No. No, the bottom doesn't taste better. It doesn't taste right. <laughs> Here, more. You have some concoction. <laughs> there, I've stirred. I, I've stirred. I've stirred it up for you. <laughs> you sure did. Yeah, it's, it was spraying all over my arm. By the way. Mmm, <laughs> it's so good. Oh. But you don't think it's too pickly? Because all I smell in here is pickle yeah. right now. No, this this brings me back. To what? This brings me back to oh. being alone. To being left alone. <laughs> As a pic- child. Just picture While your dad went partying <laughs> with singles. <laughs> all right, get that stuff out of here. That's disgusting. Ugh. Oh, it's sprayed all over my sheets. I got concoction. <laughs> all right, make sure we clean that Look at it. I got concoction all over my Ask Ross and Mocha questions. All right, uh, we're going to uh, Vancouver ah. right now. Hello, B. How's it going, guys? How doing you, great. Love? How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. It's just 6 a.m. over here, and it's cold and gloomy. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining us on the Raza Moga Show podcast, and thank you for not only listening to our podcast, but uh, listening on KISS Radio in Vancouver. Yeah, no worries. Of course. All right. Uh, so what's your question? All right. So it was my birthday this past weekend. Hey, and happy obviously, birthday. Oh, thanks, guys. But, um, you know, like, obviously, my friends and family would be singing happy birthday, and there's a cake in front of me. So my question is, what do you guys do when people start singing happy birthday to you guys, and they just stare at you? That's a good question. Because, like, I don't know, right? Like, I don't know what to do. Like, you, you, are you the type of person that doesn't like attention? You're more of, like, an introvert? You kind of like to shy away from those kinds of things having all the attention on you well it really depends because like i'm pretty outgoing but like i hate being put on the spot that's the thing though with happy birthday it's interesting it's like do you sing along no 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 you don't you're supposed to like clap like and smile i guess you can do that i guess you can do that or just like sit there and just stare at the cake like what do you do it's really awkwardly look around i guess yeah it's like when you're in front of a large crowd and they applaud for you I don't know what that's yeah, like. Exactly. It's like, what do you do? Because I always find myself, like, if I'm ever introduced somewhere, right, where yeah. people applaud, I just start applauding. Like, I'll always walk out and be clapping like, with yeah, them. Yeah, me. Yeah, like, it's weird, right? 
Like, yeah, everybody, I'm here. Yeah, because to just walk out, I don't know. Like, I like to be a part of it. Yeah, but I so, but I don't know what to do. What is the etiquette on that? I when, don't know. When people I think are singing happy birthday. Do stand you just, there, like, yeah, smile. You just or? stand there and smile, and then you just wait for the song to be over, and then you blow the candles. It's a short song. I know, but that yeah. sometimes feels forever, though. Sometimes, if you're not that kind of person that likes to be all that, you know, the the, the center of anything. Yeah, that happy birthday, even though it's a short song, could feel like an eternity. Uh, is that what happened with you, B? Yeah, like, I just, it's like, okay, is it done yet? But no, it kept going. Yeah. <laughs> what did it stop? But yeah. That's what she said. I'll, t- I'll tell you a concoction. I'll tell you what's odd, okay, is I actually don't mind it. Like, if Catherine and Roxy or my mom, my brother, like, my family, right? Like, if they're singing me happy birthday, I, I love it. I find it endearing, and I know it's family. What I find weird is when you're, like, at work, and coworkers yeah. sing you happy birthday. Oh yeah, that's kind of awkward, right? That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> now, I is don't it more like weird? That. Okay, here's a question for everybody in the room and you be as well. Is it more weird to have your coworkers singing happy birthday to you? Yeah. Or when you're at a restaurant and then the staff starts singing happy birthday and then everyone in the restaurant turns around and looks. Coworkers. Coworkers. Oh, okay. Because the restaurant, it's expected that's, you know, you, you know that's coming and everyone yeah. else in the restaurant, you don't know who I they like are. I like that. I think Do that's you? fun. Oh, hell yeah. I actually kind of <laughs> like it too. Yeah. And when people are singing and then when the entire restaurant starts clapping, I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm right there as Absolutely. well clapping. Absolutely. And if that person is like within my, my eyesight, I will look at them and I'll yeah. like kind of mouth happy birthday. Done. Two of the tables send you free drinks. Yeah, that's true too. I've sent people free stuff before. Have you? Yeah, oh, that's nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Had that yeah, but no, coworkers is a weird one. I don't like it when coworkers sing you happy birthday. Really? No, or or anybody who doesn't really know you, because I just always feel that they don't want to be doing that. Like it's forced. Yeah, they well, don't want to be singing. Because half the people are singing you. it like with that you could tell they don't want it like happy birthday. Yeah, and I know that the only reason why they're singing it is because I'm probably more important than they are, right? Uh, and then they. I didn't sing well, no, them happy birthday. Right. And I plus, he said probably. Listen, I could listen. I can go around that room. I didn't sing any one of you happy birthday on your birthday, okay? But yet here you all are. <laughs> Yay me! Yay me! <laughs> uh, so there you go, B. The answer to your question of uh, what's a proper thing to do when people start singing happy birthday to you is just stand there and wait for the song to be over. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. All right. Thank you so much. Happy belated. Much love to you. All right. Thank you guys. Bye. Sarah asks, is cheesecake a cake or pie? Pie. No, it's not. It's called cheesecake. It's a cake. I I may have to take a pass on this one because I think that I've tried cheesecake twice in my life. Don't tell me you don't like it. Uh, I whatever. It's called cheesecake because that's just a name to be given to it. Cake, the bottom of it is flour. It's that cakey material. Whereas cheesecake, the bottom of it is a crust, right? So it's not really a cake formation or cake formula. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it is a pie because it's very similar. So why they just call it cheese pie? Because that sounds nasty. That sounds gross. Yeah. See? So really cheesecake because it just sounds more inviting. No, I still say it's a cake because it's called cheesecake. No, I disagree. I don't know. Just because you I call something something doesn't so mean it is oh that. Oh, my God. You do, huh? Catherine gets a real good my cheesecake favorite. from this one joint close to us. Yeah. She loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What know. kind does she get? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. It's, uh, I don't know. What kinds are there? Oh, dude, like hundreds. Really? Pistachio, yeah. Pistachio, strawberry, raspberry, rhubarb, banana. Like, the list goes on. But isn't it just cheese? Well, cream cheese. No, no, but pistachio, you mix the pistachio in with the cheese, right? So the the cheesy filling is green. Right. 
Yeah, I would say that it is more of a pie because it looks when it's cut, it looks like a key lime pie or like a uh, uh, which one call it? What's the other pie I'm looking? Um, uh, lemon meringue. Or you know what I mean? <laughs> right? Where, oh man, my mother-in-law loves lemon meringue pie. <laughs> white the white lady. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, come on. Let me, can I tell you? Yeah. I have yet to meet a white person. Yeah. I'm brown, by the way. If anybody doesn't know. Yeah. I have yet to meet a white person that does not like lemon meringue. Yeah. Like. Really like it, yeah. Or key lime, yeah. My old man, his two favorite things for dessert were lemon meringue yeah. or banana splits. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And and if he ever had ice cream, he always had to have a butterscotch sauce on it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Did I ever ask you? Because I never. What's the difference between butterscotch and caramel? Yeah, we talked about that last podcast. What, did we ever decide what the difference was? Well, they're, two, they're two different. Different, completely different flavors. Are they really? Yeah, yeah. caramel, I believe, is uh, creamier and sweeter. But what does butterscotch taste like? Butterscotch. Then? It's a butter. I couldn't even tell you. You've never had it. No, I know what it tastes like, right. but I can't describe it. Caramel Next. is more of a chocolate base, whereas butterscotch is more of a butter base. I am going to add caramel and butterscotch and or your choice, Maury, to concoction. Ew! And no, not it! you can bring that in not next it, week. Not it. No, absolutely not. not we're just going to keep adding to it. We're going to take this recipe and we're just going to, every week, uh. we're going to add something new to it until you find a version of concoction that you can Ew. actually oh, like. By the way, no. I won't remake it. I'm just going to keep adding to this and putting <laughs> it in the fridge. What Just else did we say? Lemon disgusting. meringue pie. Let's throw a piece of that in there. No. Okay. No. Uh, Adil and Artie have a question. I th- believe this is directed more to you, Roz, because yes. you're the uh, you're the cider guy mm-hmm. on the show. But they want to know uh, what your favorite ciders are. Yeah, um, ciders are weird depending on where you live. Like if you live in Vancouver, I could name a bunch of ciders that you would never heard of because you can't buy them. If you live in Quebec. Uh, the rules uh, for ciders in Quebec are you can't sell a cider unless it is made from apples that are grown in Quebec. Seriously? Yeah. So oh, there's wow. so there's cider rules all over the country. They're very different. Uh, there are a few universal ciders. Wait, so in Quebec, they, they can't sell ciders that are made in... From Ontario any, apples. Anywhere else nope. across the country? No. Nope. Really? So they can't have nope. Not even house. in the States? No. Nope. No. Nope. Um, huh. You may be able to find, there's a couple imports, like there's there's ones that you can import, which is like, uh, Strongbow is pretty much universal, yeah. right? You can find it in Toronto, you can find it in Vancouver, you can find it in Mexico. Yeah. Um, so Strongbow, like Strongbow. Strongbow, I'll usually go back and forth with Strongbow because I actually quite like it. It's mm. just dry. Um, but uh, Brickworks 1904 is a really good cider. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorites. But That's the one you turned me on to. Yeah, it's good. I like it's that good. one. A I've lot. been drinking more Strongbow lately, though. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, the only thing I don't like about Strongbow is the can. Why? Because it's not like a regular can where it's metal with it painted. It's like it's almost a matte finish on it, and the can is very slippery. Oh, like right. I've been I've tried to take one out of the fridge before, and it's literally slid right through my oh, hand. Really? Because the outer the outer side of a, a of a strongbow can is very it's very slick. So that's my only downside to strongbow. But when we were in Mexico, we went to Playa del Carmen, and I don't drink beer anymore, and I don't really drink anything else. And I found a grocery store, and I had jumped in a cab from the resort. We were at like an all inclusive, and I brought our big giant beach bag. Yeah. I emptied it out. I put all Roxy's crap all over the bed, and then, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then, and then I jumped in a cab and I paid the cabbie ten bucks to sit there and wait. And I went into the grocery store and I found like the beer section. And I'm like, they have to have one cider, and they had Strongbow. And really? I loaded up the beach bag with yeah. like thirty cans of. 
uh, Strongbow and then got back in the cab, went back to the resort, and I just stuffed our fridge with it. Oh, wow. So I had Strongbow for the whole uh, for the whole vacation. You must have had 29 cans to take home at the end of the trip. <laughs> I ran out. <laughs> uh, Strongbow has... Uh, so you know they they the the size can it's like a king can yeah, right yeah but they also I don't know if you saw this they have like these mini cans yeah like if you just want like a quick yeah a quick shot a quick sip yeah I it, think those it, ones are perfect absolutely perfect if I just need a tiny little bit to sip on yeah but I don't want to at the same time open up a king can so you just it, want a small bow it's like um, remember the Coronitas. The small bottles yeah. of Corona. Oh. Do you remember those? Those are dangerous. So Catherine used to buy those all the time for me, and it would be summer or whatever else. I would go to the fridge, and I would open one, and it would be done by the time I got to the living yeah. room. That is literally and a one-sip bottle. And I looked at her, and I was like, do not ever buy these again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Stuck my finger right in her face. Let's... No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Uh. She bought beer. That's great. <laughs> uh, but no, but I'm like, I don't know what the point of those were. Yeah. Those ones I found... I would drink because the bottles are so small yeah. and because you could drink them a lot quicker. I was drinking way more beer with Thank those you. small little ass bottles than I would if I just had a regular size bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the shots are awesome. Like, I don't know if it's Molson shots where it's like a tiny little can of beer that you could just sort that, of. That's sip like the on. small little cans of Strombo. It's, it's yeah. like, it's like, it's like three quarters of the can of a Perrier. Yeah. Right. Totally. It's, it's like, it's like that. It's like that big. Right? Uh, it's a perfect sip. You yeah. just want to wet your whistle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next. Uh, Caitlin wants to know um, oh, this is for me. Best activity you've done around the GTA with crews? The GTA is uh, the greater Toronto area, by the way. Her daughter is two, and they're trying to find indoor winter activities. Uh, We go to a lot of, like, just regular play places, indoor play gyms, where he can just run in and run around and go nuts. Because Cruz is how old now? He'll be three. Oh, my God. He's going to be three. uh, In April. Okay. So he is just full of energy. And on those super cold days, we have, like, memberships to all these different play gyms in and around our neighborhood. So yeah. we just kind of bounce around. What does that cost? To different Roughly. ones. Is it, is it like shocking or is it regular? Oh, no. They're like oh. 10 bucks a visit. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. we do that. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen in Toronto, in Mississauga, they have the Dr. Seuss experience, which is uh, they take different Dr. Seuss books and within various rooms, they've set it up like a scene from... The book, like a big installation kind and of thing, and it's a big yeah. installation. Oh, cool. And we took him there. A can couple you interact weeks with ago. it? Can you like? Can kids muck around on it, or do yeah. they have to not touch anything? Yeah, no, no, no. There's stuff where oh, you can that's like. Good. Okay, you can go and interact, and yeah. it was so good. And he had such a great time. Were you a fan of Doctor Seuss when you were a kid? Um, I didn't really. Never was read much Dr. Seuss. I don't think I read a Dr. Seuss book until I was in my 20s. Yeah, I, I didn't know. On, I grew up on Green Eggs and Ham you and did. all that. Yeah. See, I never, I never did. And even to this day, I'll tell you, uh, I... When Roxy was young, there was a couple Dr. Seuss books that she that she had, and people just give them to you as gifts. You and you just acquire all of this Dr. That's Seuss. That's how we would, got all right? of ours. And I'll tell you, the way that Dr. Seuss is written, mm-hmm. I have a very difficult time reading it. I don't get the cadence of the patterns of the words. It takes a few reads. I even I I've had there are books that Roxy has of Dr. Seuss that I've literally read 50 times and I still have difficulty. Where Catherine can pick it up immediately and it's like she knows it, right? Yeah. It's perfect. All the rhymes are there, when to stop is there, everything else is like she she's perfect with it. Where me, I don't have that gene. I don't have the Dr. Seuss gene where I actually quite 
like dislike reading Dr. Seuss books. Can I tell you the secret? And I figured it out. Yes, please. About a year ago. Yeah. Because we, same thing, acquired all these Dr. Seuss books for Cruise as gifts, right? Yeah. And same thing, never really reading Dr. Seuss, knowing the stories and 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 knowing uh, who Dr. Seuss is. Yeah. I just, like, growing up, I just never had any of the books, right? Right, yeah. So going through, and this is going to sound really silly, but do this, and I promise it'll start making sense. Okay. The hip-hop group Migos. You know their style of rapping and everyone else like that raps in that triplet pattern. I've tried that. Right? I've tried that. Read a Dr. Seuss book in that pattern and it'll be better for you. No, I've tried that. That's how I read. That's what I normally gravitate towards is that. And I just, I find it very, like, I don't know when to stop. I don't know when the sentence is Now, here's the thing, though. Not all Dr. Seuss books work that way. The other books where I found that the triplet version that I'm reading doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. I read it in just, like, the style of a rap. Like, I'll, like, have a beat going in my head. Right. And then I'll rhyme along that way. who has time for that? (laughs) (laughs) You just want to get the story done and get out. Hold on here. Let me see if I can find something. No, damn it. Everything takes you know what's you know what I hate about the internet? <laughs> uh-huh. Tell us, Dad. <laughs> okay, what I hate about the internet is that you you click on a couple of things and you think you're going down a really good path with, with finding the thing that you're looking for, right? Like I just I'm looking for a Dr. Seuss passage passage passage. And then finally I get to something that looks like they're all laid out on a nice piece of paper here or screen. And then I click it, and then the last thing that I click just immediately takes me to Amazon where I can buy the book. <laughs> yeah. like, click on images. I did. That's exactly how I got down this wormhole. Or type in green eggs and ham words. No, I want something. Uh, hold on here. So this is one of Cruz's favorite books that we read okay. by Dr. Seuss called Hop on Pop. Yeah. And this is how I read it to him. Okay. Up, pop. Pop is up. Cup, pop. Pop in cup. Pop, cup, cup on pop. All tall, we are all tall. All small, we are all small. All ball, we all play ball. Ball, wall, up on a wall. All fall, fall off the wall. That one may be different. That one sort of works like that. Red, red, they call me red. Red bed, I am in bed. Red Ned Ted and Ed in bed. Yeah, see, that one's easy. There's a, I'm trying to think of the red stupid fish, ones. Red fish, that, green fish, blue fish? No, there's one like, I don't even know, Dr. We're spending way too much time talking about Dr. Seuss. Let's move on. Hop, pop. We like to hop. We like to hop on top of pop. Stop! No, that one I can read. You must that not one hop I can on read. Pop. I'll get you some. We'll do this another time, and I'll get you some examples of Dr. Seuss that I find really freaking difficult to read, okay. and I feel dumb when I do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um... Mark asks how long it would take to get Dammit Mori to get into an outfit Roz would wear. Tight pants and all. Like my actual clothes or just clothes that are inspired by me? That was like, that's what my question was going to be. Like pants worn by Roz or like Roz would have to pick out the pants. And how and- long as in time? Like I feel like it wouldn't take that long. Read the question again to me. How long would it take to get Dammit Mori to get into an outfit Roz would wear? Tight pants and all. Like, is it how long in time or how long do I have to, like to negotiate like, Roz to get naked? <laughs> like, or are you talking like just skinny jeans? Why does jeans? Roz have to get naked? Because I have to wear those clothes. That's not the question, though. It says, how long would it take to get Dammit Mori 
to get into an outfit Roz would wear. That one yeah. that I would wear, not yeah. one that so I have Roz worn So Roz could go home wearing. and pick out an sure. outfit from his closet. Excuse me. Why did you... Because I assume it's like, oh, well, this is what he has with him here. You mean you hope. <laughs> <Okay>. Next. <laughs> uh, Lisa. Oh, specifically. And you and I had a conversation about this uh, recently, Roz. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a question. She asks, Mocha, the Rise of Skywalker script that you saw on Reddit... Did it match the movie? So months before The Rise of Skywalker came out, Mm -hmm. I saw a thread trending on Reddit. And this person had claimed to have detailed information on the movie. Yeah. So I started reading it out of curiosity. And it seemed pretty legit, but then I stopped after about a paragraph and a bit. Because I was like, if this is all right, it seems like it could be. Yeah. I don't want it to ruin my experience of watching The Rise of Skywalker. So I bookmarked that particular page. I watched the movie. The next night, I went back to that thread on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And I read the entire thing. And with the exception of minor details or the order of things in the movie, that thread on Reddit was bang on. Yeah, Planet names, character names, um, just everything about the movie was completely right. Yeah. There was a, another script that was just leaked. Did you did you read about this? No. Where uh, Colin Trevorrow's script was leaked. He was supposed to do nine. Uh-huh. And his was going to be called Star Wars Duel of the Fates. Ooh, nice. And his script was much different than what has happened now. Okay. Different good or different bad? From what I've read, I actually really quite would have enjoyed this movie. I liked Rise of Skywalker, Uh right? I did. Um, But so a couple of things that they brought up in this, and I'm reading this from Forbes, so you know it's, uh, it's, it's legit. Um, so while Skywalker completely sidelined Rose and reduced Finn to a background character, which I was fine with, Duel of the Fates pairs them together and actually gives them something to do. As the two are on an important mission to light a beacon in an ancient Jedi temple, summoning their allies to war. Finn even leads a rebellion of former stormtroopers, finally acknowledging his unique backstory and completing his character arc. Uh, it certainly sounds better than following Rey around like a lost puppy, da 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 uh, meanwhile, Kylo Ren uh, encounters Palpatine in the form of a holocron. In this version, Palpatine is still dead, leaving Darth Vader's sacrifice unta- untainted. So basically what happens is Kylo Ren finds a video mm-hmm. of um, the Emperor of Palpatine. And the video that he finds was a video that Palpatine made for Vader. Giving Vader instructions on what to do if the rebellion goes too far. Yeah. So what Kylo Ren then does is uses the instructions that Palpatine was giving to Vader as Mm. his sort of way of moving him along in the movie. And I think that like at one point, like Poe steals a Star Destroyer and like lands it it on a planet. Like they actually, they hijack a Star Destroyer. 
Um, so there is that. Uh, anyway, we can you can you can find this on your you can find this on your own. But uh, fans were really kind of excited about this, and apparently the Knights of Ray, uh, sorry, the Knights of Ren are incredibly cool in this script as opposed yeah. to the way that they were in the Rise it is of Skywalker. Like follow Kylo Ren around. Yeah, they're badass, and they're the ones that they're the ones that show up on the Star Destroyer and find the uh, the traitor. And oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's oh, uh, wow. so it's much it's much different. But anyway, there you go. We got a great question from Chris Castleman. Hey Roz. Yeah. What came first, ET or the radio show? I started e. listening to you guys uh, about four months ago, and I love it so far. So first of all, Chris, the Roz and Mogi show has been on the air for ten years now. Um, thank you for listening. Not sure how you discovered us. It was through the live radio show that we do in Toronto Monday to Friday. Uh, 6 to 10 a.m., or if it's from this podcast, but um, we appreciate that you are now uh, part of the Roz and Mocha Show family. Uh, where am I here? Uh, fifth, I did start at ET um, five years, I guess, four and a half years before we started the radio show. Because mm-hmm. I'm on season 15 of ET, and we've been doing this show for 10 now. Yeah. So around there, so five, uh, four or five years. And it was interesting because I was right before we started this show, um, it was in the summer and I knew that they were launching this station, the radio station, and uh, Catherine was pregnant and I got a job offer to go to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like this, all like these crazy things all happening at once. And I wound up turning down the job in Los Angeles because I wanted to come and do this job. Uh, but also because Catherine, we didn't want to have the kid in LA. We would have had no family or support or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so that's the reason we I came here um, way back when. But no, the, the TV show came first. Do you remember our encounter at the ET Canada launch party? No. You keep telling me, but you, you've reminded me about this before, but I have no idea. I don't remember anything. Do you remember? I don't even remember where that party was. It was at the time when Indian Motorcycle had the restaurant slash building that, at the corner. Really? Uh, yeah. On, down at, on King Street? On King Toronto? Street. King and Peter. No, no idea. I have no. no memory of that whatsoever. Zero. Here's what I remember. Yeah. You were very polite. Was I? And you were very kind. Was yeah. I? So for anyone who doesn't know, huh. prior to Roz and I uh, working on this show together, we had never like worked together before. We never uh, hung out with each other. Didn't really know each other. We knew no. of each other. Yeah. Um, I knew of you. Whether you knew of me, I don't know. Um, but at one point when we were both working for this radio station, like years and years ago, before the show even existed, we were working at the station at the same time period mm-hmm. not at the same time of day and we would pass each other in the hallway yeah, yeah right yeah and that was kind of like the extent of it and then yeah. i left this station went to work for a radio station in kitchener ontario for a long time which was yeah for a long time for yeah. about six years yeah. and that station was owned by the same company that owns et canada right. so i got this invite That's hey right. we're yeah, doing this yeah, launch yeah, party yeah, would you, you like to come I and i remember you. i went to the party and i was talking to you and you were very very nice and very polite and then uh, on my radio show in Kitchener, I was doing the afternoon show. Mm-hmm. I remember a couple of times you, I called you and we would like talk entertainment stuff. Much like how we do the news right. on the show and on the podcast now, yeah. we kind of did something similar. Yeah. 
on my radio show, which I know you don't remember. I have no memory of that. <laughs> None were, were you at that party, Maury? I was at the next one that was in a parking lot. But you weren't at that party? No. Okay. I was just wondering. So there you go. Chris, uh, ET Canada, that was uh, first before the oh, Raza Mocha show. But I do yeah. remember hanging out with you once at a nightclub. And I was Don't taking, say hanging out. Because we never <laughs> hung out. We were in the same VIP booth and I was taking pictures of you eating hamburgers. <laughs> what? What a weirdo, huh? You know what I mean? Like, it's I don't even understand that like, story. Who says that? Who says that? Hey, years ago, well, here's my memory. I was taking pictures of you eating hamburgers. Like, that's so weird. Who says that? <laughs> Why how, is that in your memory? Yeah. Like, you see, though, like, how how different the stories yeah. that are being told between, yeah. between people? Yeah. No, I know. You said very nice things, Mocha. Thank you very much. <laughs> and he's, and he's telling stories about you in a yeah, dark-ass club yeah. shoving hamburgers yeah, in your mouth. No, no. <laughs> Super weird, man. It's really weird, dude. Um, okay. Really weird. Here's a question from Kelly. If you walk into a bathroom with three urinals and only the middle one is free, mm-hmm. do you use it or do you wait? Depends on where I am. Part two of that question. If all three urinals are free, which one do you use? Middle. Furthest one from the door. Furthest one from the door. Why? Because usually it's like, well, then when people walk in... They're not going to see your wiener right away. <laughs> uh, That's mi- why I don't use urinals. I'm just afraid someone's going to see my wiener. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'd be so impressed. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. They won't be able to work for the rest of the day. Oh, my God. I'm so distracted. <laughs> so turned on. How many sick days? People start counting sick days. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> if I left today. Uh, <laughs> they're immediately like going back to the desk like doing a pencil sketch of it because they just don't want to forget it it's like it's like when you wake up in the morning you, you're just like god don't forget this dream i gotta write this down in my it's journal, like in my journal. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're doing such a service to the rest of the employees <laughs> thank Mar. you maury thank you <laughs> uh you know the, what? the amount For of me? work hours you have saved more the company should honor you um urinals don't bought like i just go to wherever yeah like, I don't care if it's furthest from the door, closest to the door, the middle. Yeah. It's just whatever's there. Yeah. Honestly, what about all, if there's no barricade between them, though? There's no such thing. Yes, there is. Yeah, there is. I've only ever seen barricades. No, there's not. You ever been to, you ever been to a hockey arena? There's no uh, barricades. What about, yeah, like at the... There's no barricades the at the ACC. No, but usually the, the material that makes the urinal, like it sort of creates its own barricade in the porcelain, no, right? No, no, it doesn't. It's long against the wall. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, no, I, I read somewhere that the middle urinal is usually the cleanest because it's the least used because nobody wants to oh, really? be in the middle. Huh. So I'll always go to the, I don't know if that's true or not anymore, but I always just go to the middle. Even if all the urinals are empty, I'll still stand and wait for a stall. That's weird. What? I, I just, I'd much rather use the stall. Yeah. And do you sit when you pee no, at work? No, 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 no. I'll no, stand. You'll stand. But Here, I Here's just, the thing. Can I tell you something? You want me to be honest with you? Right? Have you ever not been? And I think that this may affect, I think that this may change the way you pee. If I'm ever out and the choices are urinal, maybe somebody sees your wiener, whatever, whatever, whatever. You got a lot of choices when you're going into a public restroom. But I will say this. If I'm in a public restroom, men's room, and somebody goes into the stall to just stand and pee when there's urinals available, I only ever think one thing. Small wiener? Small wiener. What about just pee shy? Nope. Small wiener. But it leaves you wonder. The amount of people that now... <laughs> like what? Like how small? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how small? 
right? Then I start wondering, yeah, how small? Like, how small <laughs> is so small? Is it too small to actually use but a But why urinal? should that matter to me what you think? I know it's massive. Yeah. Oh, stop. Okay. Please. <laughs> Just stop it. Just stop it. I'm going to make sure Dan and Matthew hears this part of the podcast. Yeah. My nickname was Dirk Diggler. Oh, stop no, it. It's not. Who has ever called you that? No one. When? When yeah. was that? When was your No name? one's ever called Nobody's ever called yeah. you that. All right, cool. Guy. Why do you lie all the time? I know. Like, why do you just even lie? It's so us. much more fun when like, you don't lie. You can't even have fun. Because you won't believe me if I'm like, yeah, it's really big. You're going to be, you're going to, why do you lie? Because you lie. No, you but know, I'm not lying about that. I'm proud of the size. Oh, that, that's, that's one, the one thing you're not lying about right now, right? <laughs> that's the one thing. Okay. Are you comfortable with us, Maury? I've, I've known you for 10 years. All right, let's see it. No. Why not? If Matthew found out that at work I pulled it out and showed Roz and Mocha, I'd have to find a new place no, to live. Dude, but I, if Matthew found out that you had a grinder profile, you'd have to find <laughs> a new place to live. But that didn't stop you. That's so true. Every week you'll see on Instagram at kiss.25. Ask Roz and Mocha. That's where you ask your questions. And uh, we'll pick one for you to ask us on the phone. Thank you very much for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.